Cult Collectibles is the number one site for historical items from the People's Temple, Heaven's Gate, Om Shinrikyo, and many other cults that you never even knew existed. Hundreds of hours of work have gone into curating our collection of unique and one-of-a-kind items from the dark history of these groups. We also have a large selection of true crime memorabilia from such notorious cases as Edmund Kemper, Jeffrey Dahmer, Charles Manson, and many more. We add new items to the site every week and post sales and auctions on our Instagram at Cult Collectibles. So visit us on the web at cultcollectibles.org today. Hi, this is Jason Schneeberger, a.k.a. Rain Architect. I was also in Murder Collection from Toe Tag Pictures. And you are listening to Sick on Cinema. everybody and welcome to sick on cinema i'm one half of your you better not go to school monday podcasters john that's tomorrow i'm (gasps) your other half mad (laughs) and we are back i grabbed a diet pepsi instead (laughs) i don't know where i got that at what the fuck welcome to the show everybody wow (laughs) that was incredible i don't know how i got a diet pepsi in that fucking thing of tea the fuck? Well, All right. hey, <laughs> I'm down with it. Hey, um, no this on, bitch. so we are back, even though it's a bit late. Yeah, sorry, I won't name names, Shut your fucking mouth. but somebody in this room for the second show in a row has delayed us. <laughs> Look, that, that first time was not my damn fault, <laughs> and this time I completely forgot about the circumstances. <laughs> that is funny. I was thinking about it. It's like how we both, like, literally the day before we were supposed to record, to be like. You're not going to be here tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. I was like, I'm going to be gone. <laughs> like, oh, shit. What are we doing? So this could be a low energy show. Dude. I'm trying, but it was a rough night. <laughs> I went to bed around like 4, 4.30 last night. I had to get up at like 10, 30, 11 o'clock. I, w- I was watching The Crazies last night and got about, about 20 minutes left in the movie. Yeah. And fucking zonked. And woke up about four o'clock, and I was like, "I'm fucking not. I'm finishing this goddamn movie." <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "There ain't no way I'm not finishing this movie." I was wondering why the fuck you were up because I was like, <laughs> while I was watching the dirties before I went to uh, sleep, after you know everybody was hanging out and shit. Yeah, talking to the mic, you like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, and I was, <laughs> I sent you a message like around like twelve o'clock, and then you finally responded about like four. three, yeah, three four. <laughs> I was like, he's awake. <laughs> Yeah, because I watched Don't Torture a Duckling, and then I watched um, The Crazies. Like I said, I got about 20 minutes to the f- finale, and was like, <laughs> fuck. And I was like, no, 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 no. I'm finishing this damn movie. I watched like five fucking movies while I was going. Yeah, I watched quite a few, too. Um, 
including the ones we're talking about today. Yeah. I watched two of them beforehand, though. Yeah, me too. <laughs> yeah. We're talking films about school shooters. Fun. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Good times. Good times to have by all. Um, but before we do that, questions, comments, and concerns can be sent to sickoncinema at gmail.com. Or you can wait to the week of the show if it ain't delayed. <laughs> it's not going to be delayed next time. <laughs> or we'll post a lovely little image made by Matt here that says we are taking questions and yes. you can ask away in the comments. So are you ready to roll into these listener questions? Let's do it. Oh, before we do that, big shout out to everybody who showed up to the live stream yeah. Friday night. That was a lot of fun. Where you revealed every fucking thing. <laughs> I was shooting from the hip. Yeah. <laughs> I was doing a shoot interview. Well... Like, I just gotten back to, because if, you know, for everyone who's, I don't know if you said on the air, did you? I think I did. I said you were uh, camping with your family. Yeah. With family and friends. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, I was like, oh, yeah, John's uh, on Instagram. And I peeked in for a little bit before the internet died. Because <laughs> it, it is in the woods. The woods. In the woods. Within the woods. <laughs> in the witch of the woods. Oh, the original uh, Evil Dead. Yeah. The short film they made to uh, raise the funds for the film within the woods. Really? Yeah. Never seen it. I haven't either. The same room we don't want you to see it. Oh. The same room is like, no! <laughs> no! <laughs> you know, like Dark Sheik right now on Twitter is like, don't watch The Church of Rats. Okay, yeah, I've been seeing that. I was like, what the fuck is Yeah, I don't know this? if that's like a shoot or a work or something. I thought it was. I thought it was one of those things where it's like, don't watch this because, you know, you're going to watch days. it anyway. Yeah. Seven days. Yeah, that was that kind of situation because it kind of started, you know, the beginning of October season. Yeah, maybe I don't know, but anyways, wrestling's weird. Wrestling is weird. <laughs> um, so let's jump into these listener questions with one from. Well, it's not really a question; it's more of a comment. Okay. From Adrian, who said, "Hi guys, just a quick one to say thank you for the comments on wa- on Wales." But I said walls. <laughs> walls. He's gonna take back everything nice he said about us. <laughs> <laughs> Last week during the Bruno Mattei episode, it's cool that you don't know where we are. If you look at a map, you'll miss us if you blink. It's a complete ball ache when you have to keep reminding people from overseas that Wales is not a town in England. <laughs> and I was so relieved when you didn't do that. We're the country next door to them. By the way, you're right. Our flag does have a dragon on it. Uh, I'm not going to try to pronounce what the red dragon is. Uh, Adrian. Oh yeah. Yeah. We're not too fucking stupid. Um, this is going to this is probably going to make people laugh. I don't know. Um, a lot of the reason why <laughs> I have like this odd knowledge of geography is because I was obsessed with wrestling for one. Yeah. And like wrestling from different origins in different places around the world. Yep. That and punch out. Punch out? <laughs> yeah, punch. <laughs> because there's like, again, like all these like stereotypes <laughs> from different countries around the world. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. But we uh, we appreciate that. You know, wrestling is a power. Come I knew that. <laughs> yeah. Because I watch a lot of, not only do I watch a lot of wrestling, but I watch a lot of uh, like people from the UK and Europe talk YouTube ab- channels yeah. talk about wrestling. So. You know. There's also this motherfucker in uh, WWE around uh, 2012, 13, named Mason Ryan. He was part of like NXT. He was part of like the first like he's around the second group of the Nexus type thing. I don't remember him. He was. I hate to say it, he was not good. Was he from Wales? Yeah, oh. I, I'm pretty sure he was. I just remember the guy who threw uh, Trent Seven into the crowd. He fucked him up. It's fucking amazing. 
could rip his damn rotator cuff out. <laughs> it was the best. I don't even remember his name. I just remember how awesome that spot was. Uh, Dennis? Eddie Dennis? Is that say, right? I bet I said Dennis Nilsson. <laughs> That's a serial killer. <laughs> <laughs> That's not the right person. Is he from the UK, though? Dennis Nilsson? He's from the UK, yeah. yeah. Wow. Wow. <laughs> Thank you, Adrian. We always appreciate you. It's crazy that someone from Wales listens to us. <laughs> yeah. Next up, we have Robert from Wyoming. Oh, yeah. He's returning. Return. Return of the Mac. <laughs> <laughs> he said, hey, gentlemen, greetings, greetings from Wyoming. It's October, and sadly, the Mile High Film Festival is being done virtually this year. Oh. That sucks balls because meeting the filmmakers and actors is most of the fun. I am thinking about jumping on a plane and doing going to a new festival this year. Do you attend any or have one you would recommend? Well, that's the thing. This year is kind of tough. Yeah. <laughs> we normally do the Knoxville Horror Film Festival. Yeah. But we won't be there this year. Yeah. Because we'll be going to see Gojira. <laughs> yes. And on top of that, um, like I do like the drive-in thing that they're doing, but it's also for COVID numbers. Too. Yeah. Yeah. So, but at the same time, it is kind of it kind of takes away from you know meeting a lot of these people. Yeah, and stuff. sitting around talking about the movies after the movie and stuff like that. Yeah. And yeah. The, agreed. Last last year we went and <laughs> it was rough because it, we couldn't see the damn movie. We couldn't hear the movie. We could see it just fine. Well, we at first like we were out, oh yeah we were outside the car we couldn't hear the damn movie. Yeah, because they didn't inform us that they weren't going to have the speakers. <laughs> yeah. So then we got back in the vehicle when it started fucking raining and then we left. Yeah. Then we went and watched Demons at Gilby's house. <laughs> yeah. So we made up for it. We did, yeah. It all worked <laughs> out. Um, so, yeah, the Knoxville Horror Film Festival is a good festival when it's yeah. running like normal. They got some crazy ass movies for this lineup. Though. You know, here's the thing, though. As much as I love seeing the old school stuff, I want to see new stuff. Yeah, yeah, because that's what it always was. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you might have like one marquee film, like yeah. that one year was Suspiria. Yeah. Or Phantasm, you know. But then everything else is newer movies. And I, I like that better, I think, actually. Like, uh, 2019's was fucking awesome. I didn't get to do 2019. Oh, yeah. Like, there was, like, a Lucky McKee film that played. Yeah. Um, there's a... It was uh, Lucky McKee's film, Kindred Spirits. It's Which I still pretty good to see. I think it's on Tubi. Is it? I think so. Don't don't quote me. Also, what was it? Daniel Isn't Real? Daniel Isn't Real was Porno. really cool. Porno was fun, but... Um, <laughs> but... <laughs> But it was kind of cheesy. It was, it was kind of goofy. But I know uh, the Salem, Salem, Massachusetts, yeah. has a Salem's uh, film festival. Yeah, that I hear is fucking great. Yeah, so maybe that's one to look into for sure. Yeah. But hey, maybe one year you can come down to Knoxville and hang out and watch movies oh, if yeah. it's ever back to normal. Back to normal. If life were back to fucking normal, <laughs> I don't think it's ever gonna be back to normal. Oh. <sighs> <sighs> Thank you, Robert. <laughs> we didn't mean to make your question very depressing at the end there. Well, you know, life's depressing. I'm sorry. Next up, Josh, Joshua Fat Attack. He says, what's up, guys? Here's my question. Eight millimeter or seven and why? She, uh, Sheesh. Sheesh. I don't know shit about cameras. <laughs> no, bro, the movie. Oh, oh. <laughs> I thought, okay, never mind. I'm stupid as fuck. Eight millimeter, the movie yeah. with Nicolas Cage, or seven, the movie with Bradley Pitt. But I said Bradley Pitt because I said Bradley Pitt because I said Nicolas Cage. Uh, uh, probably seven. Seven. I agree. I like I eight d- millimeter. Yeah. Though. Um. Eight millimeter is 
a good movie, and I think you know, kind of is underrated. Yeah, because it does have the same kind of grimy, nasty vibe that Seven gives off. I will say that uh, I think Sinister sort of ripped it off. Sure, the hell did I think? Yeah, <laughs> which I do like Sinister quite a bit. Mm. The se- don't watch the sequel; it sucks ass. I think Sinister's okay, but uh, yeah, Eight Millimeter is good, but Seven, I think Seven's really fucking good. David yeah. Fincher, just in general, that guy <laughs> knows how to make movies. Yeah. Well, up to a point, then he kind of started. Doing TV stuff. Yeah, doing TV stuff and making stuff like Benjamin Button. I fucking loved Mindhunter. Yeah, I didn't yeah. watch. I, I watched like two episodes and didn't like it. <laughs> well, it, it, for the first season, it took a while for me to get into it. Mm-hmm. And then when shit started happening, you're like, oh shit, this is pretty good. Yeah. And se- season two was wild. <laughs> <laughs> wild shit. Appreciate you. I thought I think he was talking about cameras. <laughs> He ain't talking about no damn cameras. Well, eight, eight millimeters of camera. Yeah, and I was there's like, no seven millimeter. Well, I didn't know there was like seven something, some kind of like <laughs> like ratio or what the fuck ever. I don't know. I don't know shit about that. I know when I watch a movie that if it was made in a certain frame, you gotta watch it in that frame. <laughs> Thank you, Joshua Fat Attack, for the question. I say Thank check you. out both of them, but seven is the superior film. Yeah. Next up, we have the Gore Hound, and he asks gore scene that is stuck in your mind for being sick. Should have um, read these beforehand, so I have a better. Yeah. Oh my god. Um, Sick gore scene. All the Fred Vogel stuff's pretty fucking. Brutal. Yeah. The um, in particular, the two that popped in my mind when you said Fred Vogel was um, in Mortem when they puncture the hole in the stomach. Yeah. Or no, more. Uh, that's a penance. Yeah. And it's like air is leaking out of the stomach. Yeah, it's brutal. That one is gnarly. And then in Mortem, when Maggot cuts the girl's stomach open and fucks it. Yeah, it's gross. That's pretty gnarly. Um, I I know this is like sort of in like more of the real stuff. I recently watched uh, Sick, The Life and Death of Bob Flanagan. Mm-hmm. He just like out of nowhere, he just nails his damn dick to a board. And I'm like. <laughs> Fuck. What about Torched? Oh, my God. By Ron Nicholson. There's so much cock mutilation in that movie. Cock (laughs) torched. It really is, man. Oh, my God. It's fucked up. Another one that's pretty good, speaking of uh, Ron Nicholson, even though I don't really like the movie that much. Yeah. In live feed, one of the torture scenes is they take a a plastic tube and force it down this woman's throat and put a snake down in the tube and then sew her mouth shut. That's fucked up. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's gnarly, dude. It's really gnarly. Again, I recently rewatched Texas Chainsaw. It's not a gore scene per se, but that fucking hammer shot to the head. Oh, it's so good, dude. It is like it, 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 every other horror movie at the time, they would just hit the ground and they'd get drug off. Mm. This motherfucker, like, it's like like you get like a cow to a slaughter. Yeah. It's fucking disgusting. It's gnarly. I was trying to think of some more. Um. Almost anything in a Brian Pollen movie. Yeah. People don't just die in a Brian Pollen movie. They get, like, mutilated and oh, melt fuck. and, like, disintegrate. <laughs> I'm looking forward to that. So, anything in a Brian oh, Pollen. Oh, Necromantic 2. Oh, yes. Yeah, I don't want to spoil it, but. That one's really good, yeah. Stuck it's in your so mind. Good. You know which one always pops in my mind? I don't know if it's because it's being sick, but just, like, the the attention to detail and how gnarly it really is yeah. is uh, the bandsaw in Intruder. Yeah, it's very Like, you know, someone asks about gore, that's the first one that pops in my head. And I'll tell you what does it for me is when the saw's going through and it gets to the teeth. Yeah. And they, like, start, like, like um, chipping. Chipping, yeah. yeah. And, like, like almost, like, sawdust. It's fuck, fucking disgusting. It's really gnarly. Like, that's the first one that always pops in my mind when someone asks about a gore scene. Um, I'm trying to think of, like, like 
Gorsuch that's made me feel sick? Is that the question? No, it's stuck in your mind for being so sick. Okay. You know, honestly, Hatchet. Yeah, it's got some fucking... When he, she, when he tears the chick's head in half, <laughs> that one is pretty damn good. Even yeah. though I don't like the movie, that oh was impressive. The first time I saw that, I was like, holy shit. I actually like Hatchet. Uh, eh. I mean, I understand it's not everyone's coming to you. Yeah, I know we were looking at the collection like, what else do we got here that's gory? A lot of Fulci stuff, man. Oh. The, God, the fuck, everything with Oz. The Oz. New York Ripper. New York Ripper. Just the scene where he just destroys that woman. God. With the razor blade. Yeah. Oh, that's fucking disgusting. Oh, my God. Um. Again, every time I watch Old Boy, I, the fucking teeth. Mm-hmm. Even though you don't really see anything. It's so gross. It's the sound design yeah. that makes that so good. Oh, my God. And, of course, I got to give a shout-out to uh, Inside, that mm-hmm. shotgun. Mm-hmm. It's so good. Ooh, what is uh, Also Inside the Stomach. Yeah, it's that, that one's pretty sick. What about... Ooh, okay, one more and we'll move on. Okay. Uh, Takashi Miige's imprint. When they put the needles oh in the chick's gums. Oh my god, it's so brutal. <laughs> That's an image that stays in my mind. Honestly, the, like, each of the killer, the, uh, was it the burning... The hooks oil, with yeah. the oil, yeah. Oh god. It's fucking disgusting. <laughs> when he cuts that dude in half, even though the CGI is kind of bad. Yeah. <laughs> still great. It's still, it, it is still a really pretty cool idea. Also, there's a company right now. Uh, I, I don't want the name of my head. They made it, they've released an Ichi the Killer shirt. Ooh, yeah, I love Ichi the Killer. And the image has both uh, Ichi and Kakihara in between a split head. Mm-hmm. This looks really cool. I'll, I'll I'll show you after the show. Okay, cool. Because I, I, I don't remember the name of the company. Sorry, <laughs> nah, it's all good. <laughs> but uh, thank you, Gorehound, for the question. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. Next up is Rural Death. And he's got a long one here. Okay. All right. So this is more of a brainstorm sesh with you guys than a single question. So bear with me. Okay. <clears throat> I have this great idea for a film. First, we'll release a purposeful, terrible pseudo-snuff film. Okay. Okay. Then we get the entirety of the underground horror review scene. People like yourselves, other podcasters, and YouTube channels to do reviews on it. Absolutely okay. shitting on it and tearing it to shreds. All of these reviews mysteriously end or cut off halfway through. Huh. Okay. Then we release the real point of all this. Another POV pseudo-snuff where the killer walks in on everyone talking shit on him (laughs) in the first film and killing them. Oh my god. So who should be making cameos in this and how should they die? How do you guys want to be killed? Who directs? I've been making myself laugh, imagining the whole the hop going into this as all the reviewers cut off with no explanation. Peace, guys. He also asked another question. I don't think you got wrote down here. Uh, shit. It's all good. We'll answer this one first, and then I'll, I'll pull up his other one while we while we answer it. Okay. Oh my god. Uh, first of all, it's actually a pretty good idea. <laughs> I won't even That's lie. Like pretty damn good. I can't. Yeah. And it made me think of an idea I had while I was at work. Yeah. Um, a movie where a guy like basically it's like intruder. Or not intruder, but, um, ah, shit, uh, forced entry. Oh, God. But he uh, hunts down people who are assholes to him at his work. This is, this is just inspired by your work. This is just it? fantasy. No, <laughs> <laughs> so who, I mean, of course, if we're going to do it, you got to have Spooky Spelly Lloyd. Yeah, oh, my God, <laughs> yes. we got to have, uh, 
Jonathan Doe. Yeah. Got to have Stephen Bloodsworth. I don't know if I've ever heard Jonathan Doe just like shit on a movie, really, though. No, Except not for really. the, the two mixtapes. Mm. Well, even I, then, he was very um, eloquent about it. Yeah. <laughs> um, Stephen Bloodsworth. Yeah. Um, Mr. Parker. <laughs> Mr. Parker, yeah. Absolutely. Um, I'd love to get unboxed. Un- oh, unboxed, un- watched, and reviewed. Because <laughs> he's brilliant. He's so good. Um, the guys from, was it Blood, Bath, and Beyond? Yes. They'd be great in it. Uh, oh, God. Because he does it on an extreme uh, channel yeah, as well. I think it's called uh, Extreme Underground. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I don't know how they would die. Spooky Celluloid, I just want him to die by Japanese titties. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know it's how. It's just a guy in a ski mask that walks in and is like, get in here. And it's just a bunch of like Japanese <laughs> women walking in and, and smothering. And beat him to death with their tits. <laughs> I thought they were going to smother him. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> he would probably love it either way, you know? <laughs> it's all good, you know? It's all good. Um, it's because it's my favorite. I watched that just that moment again the other day. Yeah, <laughs> just reopens the doors. Y'all want some Japanese titties? It's so funny. It's so funny. It needs to be a shirt. It does. Spooky. Spooky. Yeah. Lloyd. Get on that. <laughs> I'll buy it. Hey, I, I can try to make something up potentially on the yeah. computer. Um, who would direct? I was, the first thing I thought of was like Jonathan Doe. Yeah, yeah. Because I thought Barf Bunny was really funny. Yeah, it's <laughs> I think very he could good. do humor very well, actually. Yeah, I'm looking forward to the uh, the Degenerates, which is a pseudo snuff. Yeah, movie. I don't think it's gonna be as fun and funny as Bartholomew. No. <laughs> Fuck no, it looks dark. Yeah, <laughs> it looks heavy. It's based on real shit. Yeah, but uh, <laughs> Barf Bunny, like tonally, I think could be definitely what this would work with. You know what I mean? Yeah. How would you die? Oh, how would I die? Uh, <laughs> it's like the scene in uh, Clockwork Orange. Tied down to the chair with the eyes open, mm. and just forced to watch Ruffies on repeat until my fucking eyes dry out. Amazing. <laughs> um. Oh God. I want to. I want to die like the guy in Splatter Farm. Oh my God. Anally fisted. <laughs> I mean, it's not first choice, but <laughs> I want. I want to be uh, Ricky Fastigued. Oh God. <laughs> Pull my guts. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Unboxed, watched, <laughs> and reviewed. Oh, my God. So, Rule Dev's follow-up question was... <laughs> oh, my God. Unboxed, watched, and reviewed would have to be forced to puke to death. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he just watches nose stuff until he vomits to death. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, anyway, sorry. Uh, Rule Dev's other question it also is... Also, because it didn't come back up last week, I still want to hear Matt ta- Matt's take on a wrestling match between any horror villains. This was a question he asked uh, the week I did the um, oh the uh, the solo episode. Okay, he asked, um, "What two wrestlers would you or not wrestlers? What two horror villains would you want to see wrestle?" And I said a tag team match between Henry and Otis and the brothers from Just Before Dawn. Oh my god. The Mongoloids from Just Before Dawn. I don't know. The first thing that came to my head is Chucky and Leprechaun. <laughs> we'll see, baby. Let's we go. <laughs> I don't know why. I can't explain why. It just, I was mean, it was just that. Like, not, you know, Jason Freddy, Leatherface, Michael Myers, or like, you know, some more of the obscure ones. It was just like, Le- <laughs> the WLC, baby. Leprechaun. <laughs> and 
<laughs> Chucky. Never forget the WLC. The WLC was actually pretty incredible. Awesome. Yeah. yeah. It was brutal. Do you remember in the 90s when like every wrestler had like a little version of them? Oh my god, it was ridiculous. So had, like Little Vader, Little Mankind. Yeah. Do you remember fucking Little Boogeyman? <laughs> no, I don't. Yeah, okay. It's remember because Dink. Finley had, uh, I know some people don't care about this. <laughs> he had Hornswoggle. And yep. Hornswoggle kept interfering in uh, Boogeyman's matches, I think. So he was like, all right, I got Little Boogeyman. <laughs> little Spooky Man. <laughs> little Boogeyman shows up, and they have a tag team match that's fucking shit. <laughs> Because Boogeyman well, was not great. Yeah, Finley was old at that point. <laughs> he was like fifty something, <laughs> which I guess if you're uh, if you're a Japanese wrestler, that's nothing. That's your prom. That's your prom. <laughs> Look at Suzuki right now. He's yeah, doing right. a crazy ass American yeah, run. He's an excursion to America. But uh, thank crazy. you, Rule Death. That is a brilliant ideal. Oh, I think I you need to pitch that to somebody who can make that happen instead of us. Because <laughs> that's a great idea. Yeah, I have no money. Yeah. <laughs> I'm desperately waiting on that paycheck. Desperately. <laughs> I keep spending money. Yeah. Like it ain't going to come back. <laughs> but what am I supposed to do? Vinegar Syndrome's putting out ticks. Yeah, I saw that. Of course I'm going to buy it. <laughs> it's ticks. Yeah, I know you've been talking about that movie being released for a while now. I love that movie. <laughs> yeah. I used to watch it all the time on USA. It's not even including the Flesh for Frankenstein release. Yeah, I'm more excited about Ticks. <laughs> Way more excited Jesus. about Ticks. I like. Oh. I don't have a 4K player. Yeah. Even though this is a 4K release, but it comes with a Blu-ray, of course. I would buy a 4K player so I can watch Ticks in 4K. <laughs> All the movies you can watch in 4K. I don't know. Bump it, Ticks. I, I honestly, I just need to take them, get uh, save the money up and get a fucking 4K player. Yeah. In TV, I guess. Ticks. Man, that movie's great, though. Like, legit. I haven't seen it. I love it. It stars the guy from Fresh Prince of Bel Air. Which guy? The uh, uh, Will Smith's cousin in it. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> he's like the bad boy. Oh yeah. Yeah, but he's got a heart of gold. <laughs> <laughs> it's got Clint Howard in it. Oh shit! It's it's, oh, it's fucking great. It's so good. We were just talking about. Uh, uh, I was talking to uh, my uh, my cousin. On the camping trip, we were talking about Clint Howard, mm. Ice Cream Man. Ice Cream Man. Love Ice Cream Man. So good. Um, I was going to say something about ticks. Oh, yeah, like, I don't know. I just have a thing for, like, killer insect movies. Like, it and Mosquito. Honestly, like, insect movies. Squirm. Yeah. Slugs. <laughs> Stuff with insects bothers me anyway, because I don't like bugs. Yeah. At all. You're probably not going to like ticks, then. Oh. I mean, m- mostly it's mostly it's like spiders. Mm. Spiders. Arachnophobia is a good movie. Yeah. Oh my god. And I remember putting my fucking feet up in the chair because <laughs> I was like, I just mm-mm. I hate spiders. <laughs> so uh, let's keep it rolling here. Keep Next rolling up, the punches. <laughs> keep rolling, rolling, rolling. What? what? <laughs> Next up, spooky cellulite. <laughs> I'm tired. I am too. Spooky celluloid. Since we're talking about school shootings this week. Yeah. As someone who grew up in up in post-Columbine world, but in Canada, by the way, we also had many school shootings, more than you probably assume. What was your personal experience growing up during that time in the States? Well, um, John, for John here, I know he uh, had to deal with Columbine and Virginia Tech. Yeah, for sure. Which I'm sure fucked with a lot of your high school experience. Which I think I'm older yeah. than most. I mean, I can't. I, I guess. I don't know. I think I'm older than you and Spooky Celluloid. <laughs> well, I mean, 
Yeah, I th- I th- I'm 22, so. I'm 32. <laughs> yeah, we were like 10 years apart. Yeah, we were. But yeah, I had the, I guess, privilege, I guess, of growing up post Sandy Hook, uh, you know, going to school in a world where Sandy Hook was taking place, Parkland, mm-hmm. um, Virginia Tech, all these shootings and stuff, and it was a, it was a fucking nightmare, because it's like, you know, what what day is it going to be where this happens to our school? Yeah, for it's sure. It's fucking terrifying. And it's funny, because like, the reason I bring up the fact that I'm older than you in particular is because, like, I was in school when Columbine yeah. happened. So, like, I saw it all change. Yeah. Now, I was just 10, so it's hard to, like, really, like, pinpoint it and, like, go back and remember it perfectly. But, you know, like we talked about the other day, is like, we used to do um, tornado drills every, every, like, once a month or something like that. Post-Columbine, that stopped. Yeah. You stopped doing tornado drills, and then you started doing active shooter drills. Yeah. Where your teacher locks the door and a security guard comes in shakes it yeah to make sure that you their teacher locked the door properly so if there was an active shooter they wouldn't get in which is terrifying yeah <laughs> you know um and like everything changed from like you know the the weird kid in school isn't just the weird kid anymore now he's could he be a shooter yeah instead of just being probably just some dude who's just living his best life or trying to live his best life yeah you know or for like me who like you know I got bullied in school up until a point, you know, until yeah. I became like a weird skater kid that nobody wanted to hang around with. <laughs> I mean, I wasn't the skater. I was the emo kid. Yeah. You know. Who I think everyone was like, you know. He's maybe the one. The, yeah, maybe that kid's the one that's going to do it. <laughs> He's the one. <laughs> when I'm just like, I don't want to hurt anybody. I just, I just don't I just want to be alive. <laughs> yeah, right. I don't know if I want to live. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, like... I, I, we didn't have the shooter drills, but I remember there was a situation where a, fr- a friend of mine was joking around and said, oh, I, I wish I could blow up the school. Mm-hmm. And immediately, like, within a couple of minutes, teachers came over and was like, okay, come with us. Yeah. And went to the office and he was suspended. Well, we had a thing where, like, uh, a dip spit bottle yeah. that had fermented in a desk blew up on somebody. And they yeah. thought it was a bomb. We all got evacuated and, like, for some reason put out onto the football field, which seems like the worst place to go because it seems like you're just, like, sitting ducks right there. Dude. Prime for the picking. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah. My, one of my last years in high school, we had, like, ten fucking bomb threats yeah. in one year because people just didn't want to be at school. Yeah. And we, we just sat on the football field. And, of course, in our, in our fucking area, it was hot as shit. Yeah. So to sit on this football field and hope it's not an actual bomb this time. You know, it's like we were talking about, too. It's like, you know, the effects of Columbine and, like, a lot of the misinformation of Columbine oh, is still prevalent to this day. Like, I remember being in college and passing a dude in a trench coat and, like, for half a second being, like, Duh, you know, yeah. like, like nervous. No yeah. reason to. The dude probably just liked trench coats. Maybe thought he was a cowboy. Yeah. You know? But, like, I had a moment where I'm just like, oh, God. Oh, shit. Yeah. yeah. He's got guns in there. <laughs> well, I remember there was a situation where... Uh, a kid had a gun and a knife in his backpack. Shit. I don't, I don't remember if it was disclosed. If it was like, you know, maybe he like went hunting or something and like forgot to. It happens. Yeah, but like that happened. We also like there's also a lot of situations that happened with mostly with kids and drugs mm-hmm. at the school. We went on like code whatever and had to like lock the doors 
Yeah. And you're you're like, what the fuck is going on? Yeah, we had a couple kids OD. <laughs> we had a kid OD in the bathroom. Uh, one happened in the in, toilet. One happened in gym class. I was there. Oh god. We're all just like it was one of those days in gym class where you don't you don't got anything specific to do. It's yeah. It's just like kind of a free day, just to do whatever you want to. Yeah. So we're all just kind of hanging out. Like our thing to do was to try to see how far away from the basketball hoop we could get and just hook the ball as hard <laughs> as we could, see <laughs> yeah. if we could get it in. And uh, there we look. All, everybody looks over, and this dude's just laying on the bench. And everyone's like, you all right, man? He's like, <laughs> he's like oh, oh, shit. Oh, my God, dude. <laughs> so everything got locked down. Yeah, like, um, yeah, post, post-Columbine and, I guess, just in the age of shooters, because mm-hmm. that's, that's kind of the the major threat now is, yep. I guess, besides fucking COVID. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, but that's the thing, though, man. It's like, you know, post-Columbine, like, you know, last podcast, I think, said it best, where it was like, 9-11 changed the world on a macro level. Well, it changed America on a macro yeah, level. America, yeah. Yeah. And then, um, well, some people think that is the world. But it's true. <laughs> and then Columbine changed it on a micro. Yeah. It's 100% true because, like, kids weren't kids anymore after Columbine. No. They were potential killers. <laughs> you know what yeah. I mean? P- potential killers uh, and potential victims. Yep. Yep. And kids weren't just kids anymore. They were nope. statistics. Yeah, and, like, I, I don't want to get, like... You know, talking about American politics on the fucking podcast or anything like that, but like, even they they even talked about this on on last podcast as you were talking about. Mm -hmm. But it does feel like after you know September 11th in America, news changed forever. News changed, yeah. Because now it started with Columbine, though. Yeah, you know for sure. But it's so fucking infuriating because you're like, maybe this time. With the time we quit fucking arguing about whatever you know, gun rights or bullshit in America, and you just think about this, you know, th- these kids' families. Yeah, and you or know, try to figure out why. Yeah, you know what I mean. But instead, like I, th- the one, the one time that I actually thought it was going to happen was Sandy Hook. Sandy Hook, and then immediately used as a fucking football yeah. in American mm-hmm. politics. And I was like, fuck every single one of you motherfuckers, <laughs> right? But, uh, Ugh, yeah. It's gross. Heavy shit. Heavy, heavy shit. Columbine was, uh, like, I remember it. Yeah. Like, I still remember it. Like, I was 10. But th- I still remember it. I mean, fuck, man. All three of these movies we're talking about today are based on Columbine. Columbine, yep. 100%. Oh, yeah. And an- another thing is, like, you're talking about the misinformation in Columbine. Like, mm-hmm. people are like, oh, they were bullied. They were not fucking bullied. No. But we'll get into that when we get into the movies. I yeah, think. we'll get into that. We'll get into that. But, like, I still remember the images, man. I can remember that overhead shot of the kids running out of the school. Yeah. Like, I still vividly remember that. If you want a lot of the true story of Columbine, you know, after you listen to the show or whatnot, pick up a copy of Dave Collins' Columbine. Yeah. Because that book is very informative about, uh, you know, the the event. The day. Yeah. And the days, weeks, months leading up to it. And after. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. So next up we have JK Bitch who nearly killed us on the last oh episode. God, it was so one good. of the most epic questions of all time. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I was not a question, but a comment, I'd say. Sure, but it was yeah. all the same and it was brilliant. Well, there was a question in there. No, yeah. About it. yeah. I don't remember that. I just remember, what was it? Uh, I like to get hand jobs from a uh, high school bitch, something like that. Yeah. <laughs> or like a, was it? I it was brilliant. School girl bitch, something yeah, like that. Yeah, it was amazing. Uh, this time around, he says, it's time to be sick on literature. Oh, shit. Okay. Any disturbing books, preferably fiction, Okay. 
you can recommend. I'm a big fan of Cormac McCarthy, No Country for Old Men, The Road, and Blood Blood Madrin are a given, but the one book of his that literally made me feel sick to my stomach was Child of God. Used to be a big fan of Brett Easton Ellis back in the day, too, although nowadays I think his writing can be pretty heavy-handed. Still the part in American Psycho where Patrick Bateman murders a child in the zoo and then pretends to be a doctor and gives him CPR, which causes massive blood loss since Bateman slid his throat, almost made me cry the first time I read it. James Elroy is primarily a crime detective novelist, but his works are incredibly dark, and he describes murders and other disturbing crimes in great detail. His book, The Black Dahlia, is based on the murder of Elizabeth Short and contains a disturbing part where the cops discover the killer's hideout with detailed descriptions of how the place is filled with pickled intestines, semen-filled tissues, etc. What's some stuff you've read that bothered or disturbed you? Well, okay, I'm going to throw this one out as an honorable mention because it's something I have not read yet. Yes. But it's a book I've been hearing a lot about. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a book called The Slob. Mm. Okay, yeah. I think um, I've heard of that one. Essentially, essentially what the book is about, it's about this couple who uh trying to make extra money. And uh, the wife decides to go door-to-door and clean houses. Mm-hmm. And she comes across this one house where the guy kidnaps her. Oh, God. And so it's holding her hostage to use for his pleasures. Oh, good. And uh, I think, I, I'm pretty sure in the book, he she calls him the slob. Mm-hmm. So that's where it comes from. I've heard it's pretty a pretty nasty little book. The Collector. The, <laughs> the Collector. Oh, is that the book that uh, Leonard Lake was obsessed with or whatever? Oh, God. Why do you have to mention that motherfucker? <laughs> Fuck him. I've never read that, so I don't know. <laughs> Catching the rock. Catching the rock. <laughs> um, no, one I'm going to recommend is Chuck, and I can't remember his name. Chuck something, I think. I want to say. Uh, you talking about Haunted? Haunted. Yeah. Yes, Haunted is. Wow, <laughs> wow. <wow-wow. laughs> what a wild fucking book. It's a really cool plot, too, because it's like all these writers are like invited to this mansion yeah. by this guy who's like, you can have a free weekend, and all you have to do is write your masterpiece. Yeah. So you don't have to pay for anything or anything like that. All you got to do is just write your masterpiece. And they all go there, and each of the peoples who are the writers, each story in the book is, like, how they ended up here. Okay. And it's pretty fucked up. Like, so there's some pretty gnarly shit, including probably the most infamous one, which is the bus driver story. Okay, I don't know about the bus driver. I know about the pool. That's the bus driver. Oh, it's the bus driver? Okay. (laughs) And it is, yikes, it is gnarly. I, I like to read uh, more nonfiction yes. stuff, as you can see by collection over here, right, John? Yes. Because <laughs> they, they can't see it, and I'm a dumbass. Um, probably w- one of the darkest things I've read is probably the fucking Richard Chase book. Richard Chase, yeah. It's fucking disgusting. Uh, I'll throw a shout to some Clive Barker. Yeah. Uh, preferably his story, Pig Blood Blues, Ooh. which is a very... I don't know how to explain it. it. Takes place in a boys' boarding school. Yeah, and gets kind of pedophilia <laughs> a little bit. Eesh. <laughs> Eesh. Uh, Jack Ketchum as well. Yeah, I got Jack anything Ketchum. Jack Ketchum. Yeah, The Lost is one of my favorites by him. Um, again, uh, I remember as a, a kid re- reading The Boy in the Striped Pajamas, and it scarred the fuck out of me. Yeah, I mean that's pretty fucked up. Uh, you know, even Stephen King. Yeah, like it. 
It's got some fucked up shit. It's in pretty it. fucking gnarly, dude. Like the book, it like that's why I was so disappointed by those movies because I was like, dude, the the book goes there. It goes well. I don't know if you can really do that. No, no on no, camera. I'm not even talking about the one in most yeah. of this thing. Uh, and another one I'll throw out is Naked Lunch. Naked Lunch. The book Naked Lunch is way different than the movie and really hard to follow. Yeah, written very weirdly. But it has some a lot of drug use and crazy shit in it. <laughs> I I have not got into it just yet, but I recently bought uh, the book Silence of the Lambs mm. after I watched the the movie finally. Right, and I was like, all right, you know what? I'm gonna get I'm eventually get to this and read it. And uh, I don't know if it's gonna be fucked up or not, but <laughs> we'll see. I know the movie kind of is. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So I also know sometimes the books go there. Yeah, where. Some movies don't. Yeah, that's my recommendation, though. The big one's Haunted. If you've never read Haunted, I highly recommend that. Yeah, book. that book is fucking crazy. Um, I think it'd make a great TV series. Yeah, Haunted. Like each episode is one of the stories. It'd probably be like right now, like probably like Shutter exclusive or something yeah. like that. But you could almost do like American Horror Story style show in that book. Yeah, because it's just so interesting. Good um, shit, dude. It's really good. I need to reread it. Like I don't remember a ton. Cause it's been so long since I read it. I'm looking at my books. I'm trying to think of like what I, what I've read that's like fucked up. <laughs> fucked up. Um. Oh. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> that was the weirdest sounding burp I've ever heard. Uh, I've also read a, quite a bit of Peter Vronsky's again nonfiction. Just saying. Yeah. So that's I read a lot of that stuff. You read mostly nonfiction. Yeah. I, mean, I read mostly movie reference books. Yeah. <laughs> Which those are great too. Ah, yeah, it's my primary. I'm, re- I'm uh, thinking about buying the uh, uh, cinema sewers cinema collection. Sewer books. Yeah, those are awesome. But um, like the Bleeding Skull books. Oh, yeah, they're awesome. I love it. But yeah, Peter Vronsky's the serial killers, uh, the method and madness and monsters. Mm-hmm. It's got some fucking heavy shit in it. The last book where I was like, just kind of enamored by it, and performance was like, man, this is pretty fucked up. Was Jack Ketchum's The Lost? Yeah, yeah, really fucking good book. Really disturbing story as well. Yeah, about a guy who's just a senseless killer. I, I need piece to read. of shit. <laughs> yeah, I need to read more. I do too, honestly. But you know, because uh, I had honestly, Audible. When I had Audible, I I went through a lot of books. But yeah, like I have. Oh Audible. shit! Speaking of Gatch, J- Jack Ketchum, the girl next door. Yeah, we had we not talk about Fuck that. Fuck that book. <laughs> It even it's even heavier at times than the movie is. Oh fuck, that movie fucked me up. Yeah. <laughs> um, better ending too. Yeah, way better ending. But yeah, I, I need to read more fiction stuff. I know I I have Audible, and occasionally I'll jump into like I've got like 1984. Yeah, and stuff like that on there. It's um, always like it's always disheartening, though. Like. Like, I try to get into Stephen King stuff, but when it's like, chapter five of 600, and you're like, fuck, or something like <laughs> yeah. that, you know? Like, I don't want to go through all this. Chapter five of 65. You're it's like, like, oh, damn. Whoa. <laughs> like, why are your books so long, King? God damn. He he, he fucking goes into the detail. You know what? I, I, I read Cujo mm-hmm. growing up, and I remember that fucked me up a little bit. Yeah. Especially, like, they're talking about, like, during like the opening bit, like a guy snuck in someone's house and like fuck, like fucking like wrecked shit. This is what I remember. Yeah, it's been years since I've read it, but it's so funny too because like haunted. Yeah, like the name of the book and the cover of that book. Yeah, makes you think it's something completely different than what it is. Yeah, you think it's gonna be like uh, 
No. A fun ghost yeah. book? No. Nope. No, someone's intestines get sucked out of their asshole. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> it's disgusting. <laughs> disgusting. <laughs> it's vile, dude. But thank you very much, JK Bitch. <laughs> Next up, we. Oh, shit. Hang what on. What the hell did you do? What'd I do, son? <laughs> oh, but saved. Oh, damn, son. Uh-oh. There it is. There it is. It's back. <laughs> Last but not least, our boy, the People's Mikey. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Oh, hell yeah. Hell yeah. He says, howdy, my dudes. Goddamn. <laughs> spooky Why can't I say spooky celluloid tonight? I don't know. You just spooky said Spooky celluloid kind of asked my questions. So, anywho, have you guys seen the pics for HBO's live action of The Last of Us? And I also wanted to ask about books, comics, and video games turned into movies and TV shows. I used to get excited when a source material gets turned into a film. Most of the time, I'm disappointed because they sometimes leave out some stuff, which is understandable since they have 90-plus minutes to work with. Now when a source material is turned into a TV show, things are a little better since, since things get to spread out. So I wanted to ask if you guys still see movie studios wanting to put out movies based on books, comics, and video games, or do you see them losing interest in TV studios, streaming services, taking the reins? Can't wait for the talk, guys talk about movies based on a very dark time of my life, or oh, how many times my counselor would pull me into her office just to make sure I didn't go postal. Oh, Jesus. Hope you guys have a good weekend. Cheers. Cheers. Sorry, Matt, but there's no way Craven was not influenced by the third act of Ernest Goes to Jail when making Shocker. <laughs> Ernest P. Worrell is a trailblazer. Deal with it. Thank you, people's mind, for backing me up on that. <laughs> I, just, I just coughed and laughed so hard about it's all the face of God. <laughs> Oh. That's right, bitch. <laughs> I guess I can't argue with that. <laughs> Ernest goes to jail, motherfucker. <laughs> dude, we were talking about Ernest. Huh? We were talking about Ernest recently. Yeah. Which is funny as fuck. I love Ernest, dude. Oh, we were talking about when he breaks the pen. <laughs> Ernest goes to jail. <laughs> Spears the fucking ink all over his face. <laughs> Mr. Whirl. We <laughs> <laughs> just look. God, I love those movies, uh, dude. I can already give you a, a answer. On that, people's Mikey about the uh, you know games and stuff being turned into uh, TV shows and movies. Hey, it's me, Mario. <laughs> I wasn't talking about that. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. But that's what I thought you were talking about. That was the weirdest cash choice I've seen in a long time for something. <laughs> Chris Pratt is Mario. What the fuck? <laughs> anyway, there apparently, apparently I've been hearing I've been hearing news about a TV series on Twisted Metal. Whoa, yeah, well, that's weird. It's a weird choice as there hasn't been a game in like fucking 10 years. Yeah, I know. I love I, those games. I love those games. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah, I think TV is just kind of almost in general most things, not just uh, adaptations. Yeah. Where things are going now. Like TV is just more sought after. People like TV more than movies. Well, a lot of people like to work on a lot of TV stuff, it seems like, because you have a lot more time to mm-hmm. work with than you do with a single movie. True. Uh, and it's just like, ever since The Walking Dead. Yeah, it blew up. Once that blew up, like the floodgates were open. Then American Horror Story got popular, and now like yeah, that's where it's at. You know. Also, if they do, if they do go through with a twisted metal, uh, uh, TV show, 
I hope they go based on Twisted Metal Black. Black. Oh, it's so good. It's a me, Mario. What the fuck? Mamma Mia. Mamma Mia. It's Star Lord. It's spaghetti time. It's. <laughs> Spaghetti, Mario. I do think we'll always see movie adaptations of books, comics, video games. Yeah. Just because it's tradition. It's what you do. You know, I think yeah. they're always going to be looking for different source materials. Um, I was very surprised that when it came out and blew the hell up that there wasn't more movies based on Stephen King books. You know, I really was. I mean, you've got uh, Pet Cemetery. That was about it. Yeah. I guess because it didn't do as good as no. it. That, uh, you know. Kind of died a slow death, but and also I did not hear about The Last of Us being turned into a a TV show. See, I've never played The Last of Us, so I don't know a whole lot about uh, it. The thing is, like when it comes to like, I'm probably gonna get shit on by a lot of people. <laughs> get shit on. When it comes to, like to like a lot of story games, like where there's like a big story, mm-hmm. I find myself like I play it for like hours, and then I'm like, all right, I'm, I'll play it, you know, the next, you know, tomorrow. And I just never pick it back up. Yeah. Because I'm just... I get caught up in something else. I'm the same way with a lot of things. I That's kind of how I am about TV shows. Yeah, me too. <laughs> I prefer uh, 8-bit side-scrolling <laughs> platformers. It's fun. 16-bit. <laughs> 24-bit. <laughs> 24-bits. 64-bits. 8-bits. 4-bits. <laughs> Two bits, one bit, quarter bit, <laughs> no bits. <laughs> <laughs> fucking Super Mario Brothers, like on the handheld ship, uh, was my shit back in the day. That's a jam. But yeah, but, I mean, like, I believe the Mario is a movie, right? Not a TV show. I'm pretty sure it's a movie, yeah. So, like, this shit's always going to exist, you know? I've always, like, I've always wondered, like, how the fuck are you actually going to do a Mario? Mamma Mia. <laughs> Fucking movie? Is it going to be live action or... or... I it's got to be know. animated, right? I hope to God it's animated. Could you imagine Chris Pratt in the fucking Mario outfit? Mamma Mia. <laughs> Mamma Mia. Uh, it's Wahoo. a me, Mario. <laughs> God. <laughs> Well, the thing is, like, uh-huh. Charlie Day from fucking... Uh, he's Toad? No, he's not Toad. He's Luigi. <laughs> what? Yes. Who's going to play Bowser? Dane DeVito? I, I hope. <laughs> I fucking hope, and I hope it's live action. It's going to be Willem Dafoe. <gasps> Nicholas Cage. Dude. Nicholas Cage has to be Bowser. Dude, that would be amazing, but they're not smart enough to do that. Also, I saw, uh, was it Idris Ilba is going to be playing Knuckles? <laughs> Which that's kind of cool, I guess. Apparently, like what I've been again, I don't know how true this is, but like it was, if you go to like his Wikipedia, he just Ilba's apparently his origins are from Uganda. Oh my god! So they got a Ugandan <laughs> man to play fucking Knuckles. Do you bringing know the, the way? meme back to life? <laughs> Do you know the way? Do you know the way? Do you know the way? <laughs> it's like what the fuck? I don't know. Like why? I don't understand. Like this big influx of like. Like Mario and like Sonic movies and shit. <laughs> so weird. Kids. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And with mean. Sonic, uh, Chris Chan. <laughs> Sonic you. <laughs> Sonic you. <laughs> Don't support Chris Chan. <laughs> Chris Chan. Chris Fuck. Chan did some bad shit. <laughs> Chris Chan fucked her mom. Her mom? Yeah. Chris Chan is trans. Oh, I didn't know that, actually. Yeah. Well, yeah. uh, you know, hey, that's fine. I watched like, fucking your mom now. That's not. Good. That's not that's good. Not no. good. <laughs> uh, God, 
I watched a whole like fucking hour long documentary trying to sum up like the most documented person on planet Earth, which is Christian. Christian. And Gold Collectibles, by the way. Oh my has, god, has a Sonichu. Yeah, has a Sonichu medallion. God, you know how much that was probably worth. And also like a San, uh, San Fanta can. Is... I think someone sent the boys at Super Mega a Sonichu. Yes, which is crazy, man. It's like it's wild. That's just probably going for like crazy money right now. Insane. Yeah. But thank you, People's Mikey, for the question. And thank you for backing me up that, yes, Wes Craven did steal the final act of Ernest Goes to Jail for Shocker. Fuck, dude. Oh, my God. Ernest uh. P. World. <laughs> He's got that fucking ink all over his face. <laughs> so funny. Bet you didn't think I could get it this time of year, did <laughs> you? Me <laughs> act. I think that's everybody's question, right? Yep. Uh, I think so. We did another listener question portion. And if you want to get in on that, questions, comments, and concerns can be sent to sickoncinema at gmail.com. Yes. Or the week of the episode, we're a bi-weekly podcast. Yep. You can go to our Instagram page, which is pretty much the only social media that still exists for us. <laughs> yeah. And uh, we'll post a lovely little image saying we're taking questions, and you can ask away in the comment section. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. Um, so, I guess it's time. It's time. It's school shooting time. Oh, <laughs> Jesus. It's mass homicide time. Ma- mass homicide, let's go. Ultra mega mass homicide, let's go. Oh. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, we're doing these chronologically today. We're doing them chronologically. Yes. yes. We're starting with... We're chronologically critiquing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, we're starting with... Uh, the, year the first movie made about Columbine, <laughs> about Columbine, which started filming in the summer of 1999. Yeah, which is fucking insane. Months, if yeah, after the well, uh, Columbine was April 20th, 1999. This movie started being filmed uh, in the summer, so like July, June, July, probably. <laughs> so like. Three months, maybe. And this is directed by Bill Hellfire. And, Joe, and Joey Smack. Joey Smack. <laughs> bitch up. Oh, smack my bitch up. From 1999. Yep. It's Duck, the Carbon High Massacre. Yeah. So in this movie, we follow Dirk and Derwin. Fuck. Or is it Derek and Derwin? I think it's, I think it's Derek. I don't know. Maybe it is Dirk. It's, I think it's Derek and Derwin. Okay. And, uh... They're your typical outcasts from school who also happen to be neo-Nazis, it seems. Yeah, of course. They don't really get into that, really, oh. No. Um, and there's a group of kids at school that... <laughs> well, stop me if you've heard this one before. Mm-hmm. Who uh, bully them. Yeah. And they're constantly talking about how they're going to kill them. Yeah. But there seems to be no uh, fire behind the smoke. Exactly. Until Derwin is... <laughs> Beat near to death in one of the most ridiculous things. He should have been dead. <laughs> he should have been dead for that attack. They uh, take a day. Okay. I mean, we'll get into it, but just to say, they take a fucking scalpel to him. Yeah. Jesus. So, yeah. So that's when it they, they've, they've been pushed over the edge. Yeah. And now it's time. And they gather up them guns and they take them to school and they start a massacre at Carbon High. Carbon High. Carbon High. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, that, I mean that's just that's the basic plot of Duck the Carbine High Massacre. Yeah, 
Um, before we jump really into this, I know there's a big cult following behind this movie, actually. Yeah, yeah. Which I can see why. Oh, yeah. But uh, I thought this movie was just kind of okay. I hated it. I know you did. <laughs> this is like the lowest rating you've gave something on the show in a long time. Yeah, I really dislike this movie. And God knows we are not the PC police. Nope. I mean, look at the show we do. <laughs> we talk about fucked up shit every two weeks, it feels like. Yeah. It feels like it's what we do. <laughs> well, we we break it up. We do, but you know, for the most part, we talk about fucked up shit. Yeah, on on the show, right? Yes. So we're not the PC police. No. And uh, you know, this movie was designed to be as offensive and shocking as possible. Yeah. And done in poor taste. Absolute poor taste. Yeah. Which I don't care about, because the most offensive thing this movie did was be fucking unfunny. <laughs> <laughs> This movie is miserably unfunny. I thought there was like maybe like a handful of things I thought was actually. Funny. I laughed at two things. One was like, a <laughs> and yeah. the other one was like a genuine like. Okay, that was funny. Yeah. Other than that, I thought this was a piss poor attempt at trying to be shocking. Yeah. This is an edgy boy, try hard pile of shit. I thought. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, the thing is, what 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 I'll say right off the bat. Before we like dive, I guess we dive a little deeper into the movie. I guess is I do respect what William Hellfire and Joyce Mack tried to do. I don't, but that's okay. Keep going because <laughs> like at the time, like the media was like, "Oh, be be afraid of what your kid could do or what could happen to your kids," and they were just like, "Fuck them, take the piss out of it." But fuck the media, kind of like Olaf Ittenbach and Andreas Schnoss. Yeah, and they Jorg Begarrett with the censorship in Germany kind of thing. Yeah, they they just took the situation and were like, let's just fucking let, let's just shit all over the media. Sure, uh, but it's not funny. But make a good movie. Exactly. It's shot on video, which hey, don't care. I, love I don't shot care. On video. I, yeah, we we watched like we watched one not too long ago. Yeah, classic one. Yeah, which the acting I think is better in. <laughs> Except for maybe the the grandma, but <laughs> the grandma's not great. She's brilliant. <laughs> Spider form, by the way. Yeah. But. The acting is so atrocious. It's pretty bad, yeah. And if you're going to make a comedy, you need to be able to perform. Yeah. There's one good performance in the entire movie, and that's Misty Monday as the Bible girl. Yeah. She does act, She does a really good job, It's because she's a good actress. Yeah. She always has been, when she wants to be. <laughs> yeah. Um, the audio is shit. Yeah. Which, I, yeah, sure, it's shot on video, but fuck, I can't hear you. Because yeah. your sound effects and your music are so damn loud. Turn the shit down the mix. Also, I want to say this real fast. As someone who does, like, I, I do have, like, a background in graphic design work. Mm-hmm. The fucking graphics for this film are atrocious. I thought it was Windows Movie Maker. <laughs> they are bad, yeah. Uh, but it's not. It's like Premiere Pro, which a lot of people use. And this is the longest movie of the four. Or the three, I mean. I don't yeah. say four. It's the longest of the three. Yeah, Why? This, this one's like a hundred and something. hundred and... Like twelve minutes, something, like, something that. like that. Why? I don't know. No, there's so many scenes where it just. You want to talk about elephant dragging on? This movie drags ass. <laughs> drags ass. Like there's just a scene where like you can tell there wasn't a script too. When yeah. they're like when they're on the computer trying to find the nuclear rocket thing they're gonna shoot off in the field. Yeah. <sighs> just fucking don't give a shit about that either. I can't even. I can't even be fucked or complain about it. <laughs> Jesus. Um. They're just sitting there just. Talking, yeah, not about anything in particular. They're just talking, and it's so bad. This uh, this movie, 
could have used a uh, a redone script mm-hmm. and a re-edit. <laughs> this movie, to me, like, again, hey, if you love this movie, more power to you. Yeah. I know there's a lot of filmmakers that we really like who love this movie. Yeah. Like Jimmy Screamer Claus. Yeah. Good on them. That's fine. Hey, yeah. I respect that. But to me, it's like, was this supposed to be a comedy or was the movie so shitty it had to be a comedy? <laughs> Fuck. Because that's where I was with this thing. Be funny. If it's going to be funny, be funny. And also, if you're going to be offensive, be offensive. Don't toe the damn line. Yeah. Because there's so much in this shit in this movie that's just mundane. Not yeah. over the top. Not offensive. You know what I mean? It felt like they wanted to go the trauma route of being extremely offensive. But not go all the way. Yeah. Go trauma. Because the yeah. school shooting scene is trauma-esque. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, And I would say like some of the lead-up is, too, like when the guy grabs the, the scalpel. I, we needed more shit like that. Yeah. Because if we had more shit like that, then maybe I could have found some enjoyment out of this film. Yeah. But it also... This seems so weird. It seems like revolt roles have been reversed here, because normally this is you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and normally I'm like, yeah, oh, I get what you're coming from, but it's not that bad. I hated this movie. I hated it. I, I mean, I thought it was just... I thought it was all right. I, that's that's where I'm at out on it. Like, I thought some of the ideas... Were, were were interesting. I saw somebody review it the other day, and they're like, oh, it's like the most offensive movie ever made. I'm like, how? They don't really do anything. No. The only thing offensive about it is that it was made so shortly after Columbine. Yeah. Because it's not like the humor in it is that over the top. I mean, the, the humor in it is not great. Like, it's billed as like a satire. Yeah. I never felt that. You know what I mean? No. It, it, it feels like a black comedy. Yeah. Not a satire, which should be spoofing school yeah. shootings. You know, it needed to be wackier, weirder, you know what I mean? Over the top. Be offensive. If you're going to be offensive, be offensive. Yeah. Like, can you think of anything on top of your head that was overly offensive in the movie? Because, um, like, when the school shooting stuff starts, it's not like it's played for laughs. I mean, the, I guess the mentally handicapped kid. Sure, that's offensive. You know what I mean? Yeah, but I guess that's more offensive, you know, technically now. Now than it was then. Yeah. <laughs> well, again, that was 99. 99, yeah. For sure. So, like, they, they were doing this shit, like, on, like, essentially Saturday Night Live, almost. Yeah, for sure. So. And, like, another thing about it, too, it's like, like I said, like, when the shooting stuff starts, yeah. for the most part, it's played pretty straightforward. Yeah. Like, the Misty Monday part, in particular, as the Bible girl. It's pretty is, dark. It's really dark, and it's not played for laughs. No. There's an immensely racist part that I didn't understand. Yeah, um, I don't understand why that was even in this. Yeah. I mean, insanely racist. Very Which is like, racist. hey, at least they're trying to be offensive, you know what I mean? Yeah. But like, okay, there's one. Yeah, there are two, you yeah. know, but like... Everything else, it just felt bland. They should have been like shoving guns up people's asses and blowing their heads off, you know what I mean? Like... <laughs> Exactly, right? Like, it should have been offensive. Yeah. Offend me. <laughs> Don't yeah. make a boring-ass, not-funny comedy. But I, I will say, I guess at the time, it was super fucking offensive. For sure. And it got them fucking arrested. Yeah. Which is bullshit, but... The comedy police got them. Like, the movie's <laughs> not funny, sir. <laughs> Going to jail. <laughs> well, it, that's not what happened. I know. I know. <laughs> and it was actually real shitty what happened to them. Yeah, well, they really I, got railroaded. <laughs> well, they it felt like as soon as the movie was getting circulated around, the media got a hold of it, and 
they should try to get it, you know, banned, uh, you know, uh, as railroaded as possible. And the way they got them was the fact that they did have guns, prob- probably not loaded guns. But guns. But guns on school property. Yeah. But the thing about it is, man, it's like, towards the end of the movie, too, like, when the, like, if it couldn't get worse, it does. Because once the <laughs> media part of it starts, where they're trying it's, to lampoon the media, oh it's abysmal. God. It's so annoying. Yeah. And just stretch the movie out for no good reason. This movie shouldn't have been as long as it is. It's so bad that it's this long. This movie should have been like 80 minutes at best. It it should have a re-edit. Like like you said, like there's a scene where like they're beating the shit out of Derwin. Yeah. Which I thought was funny. His name was Derwin. Derwin. Because <laughs> it's Derek and Derwin. <laughs> I, thought, I thought it was Erwin when I first heard it, but no, it, no it's, it's Derwin. I mean, how could you tell you can't hear the fucking movie? Well, that's another thing. <laughs> I, said, I even said that. I was like, this audio is bad. But like I try to put subtitles on but the DVD we have does not have, have subtitles. subtitles. Um, fuck, I've lost my point. What was I saying? Oh, the, the yeah, okay. yeah. So like they're beating the shit out of him, and then he's like gloves, and they put gloves on him, mask, scalpel. I was like, okay, do something. There you're going. Yeah. Now you're moving. You know what I mean? Like now yeah. you're you're pushing the edge. You're pushing the boundaries. You know and what all I mean? that so just so he can carve freak onto his stomach. Freak. It's like. Yeah, what you should have done is you, you should have cut him from his neck down to his fucking stu- uh, his uh, his, ne- <laughs> his crotch. You fucking yeah. split him open and started like moving his guts around and, and then shit. like sewed him up or some shit. Yeah, like that'd have been way funnier. Yeah, because that doesn't feel like you're being funny. No, you went from being funny to not being funny. It's like they had the idea of doing something funny and then like, nah, let's scrap it. Mm-hmm. I know. And there's a janitor character. Who oh, I don't remember the janitor. Oh wait, yeah, that's terrible. Who plays no role in the movie. No, at all. Why no. he's in the movie? I don't know. I, I, for one gag, yeah. not funny, and it's so dumb that I couldn't even believe what I seen. I had to ask you, was like Matt, was I dreaming or was that in this movie? Yeah, it's in it. It's in it. And I'm like, okay, whatever. Who gives a flying fuck? Also, can I can I bring something up real fast? Like we we watched a we did an episode not too long ago about neo Nazis. Mm-hmm. Okay. Why? Why? How the fuck are we just buying a bunch of like Nazi shit? Like for movies, where are they fucking getting this shit at? It's probably not as hard as you think it is. Uh, probably the fucking uh, gun show. But that doesn't play anything into it either. No. Except for the extremely racist thing that happens. <laughs> the extremely in it. racist thing that's like. But you know, here's what I'll say with that. I'm. I'm anti-racist. Yes. Very anti-racist. Very. Fuck racism. It's one of my biggest like hatreds in this world is hating someone based hate, on... Ha- hating racists. Yeah. yeah. I hate racists. I hate bigots. You know what I mean? Yeah. But at least at that moment, they were pushing the boundaries of good taste. Yeah. Because they don't do it but a few times in this fucking movie. <laughs> like, is a guy who constantly cleans his car offensive in some way or funny in some way? Because let me tell you, it ain't to either... <laughs> I, I mean, hated this movie. I fuck half of my notes I took for this are just like fuck this movie. I hate this movie. I wish I wasn't watching this movie. I mean, I guess since the guy who does clean his car all the time is like a pedophile, if you could hear that, sure, audio. sure. But that again, that's just brushed over. Yeah, play into it a little bit more. Push it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Be offensive. Be trauma. Yeah, dude. <laughs> yeah. This movie should have be had a- Terra Farmer. 
yeah, this movie should have had a release through Troma. Yeah. But instead, they didn't go fucking extreme enough for even Troma. Troma, yeah. The most offensive thing about it is that it's a satire, quotation marks. Yeah. Because it's not very satirical either. It, it's, I would almost say, just inspired. Yeah. By Columbine. Columbine. You know. I would say the the last movie we were doing today is way more of a satire on Columbine and that whole attitude in For sure. General. For sure it is. And but, done so much better. We'll, and we'll get to that, yeah. of course. But, but like, this is nothing. <laughs> this movie's nothing to me. Yeah. Um, and I, I, you know, like I said, like if you love this movie, it's like one of your favorite movies, hey, cool. Yeah. I'm glad. I would much rather like a movie than hate a movie. And God, I hated this movie. I just... I don't know, like, I've wrote down, I don't know, two, three, maybe five things I thought were sort of funny. Mm-hmm. Two for me. Just two for you. The the guy in the wheelchair running over his hand I thought was actually really funny. Of course, my sense of humor's fucked anyway, but... Mine is two! My sense of humor, like, you could fucking, like, stick a microphone in your mouth and just go, uh. <laughs> yeah, so it blows funny. out the microphone <laughs> and I would laugh at it. All these gobble ghoul memes I keep seeing is really funny. The fucking what? Gobble ghoul. Where you seen all these memes? Because <laughs> Sopranos is coming back. That movie's coming yeah. out. Everybody's like, yeah, I'm Italian. Gobble ghoul. Gobble ghoul. <laughs> Fuck. I'm like, that's incredibly offensive also, and funny. Like, another thing that makes me laugh, and I don't know why, is people f- fucking up food. It's funny. People throwing food into like, walls and shit. I think it's the funniest shit ever for some reason. <laughs> and somehow this movie... Couldn't make you laugh? Yeah, it made me laugh maybe five times. That's think some of them were just like, huh. I'm sorry. You got to talk in your mic, man. Fuck. Sorry. Uh, that scene and the scene where everyone's dead and the cop comes in, which, oh my God, it was, that oh. also was so unfunny that it wasn't funny. You know yeah. what I mean? <laughs> Oxymoron that there, but. fucking replay scene. That was heinous. But anyways, we'll get to that. Yeah. But they're like, oh my God, that one's still got a pencil in his hand. That was kind of funny. That was kind of funny. And more of that. More of that. Yeah. Because I'm going to spoil something. Okay, okay, go for it. The reason the movie's called Duck... It's not what you think it is. ...is because they're having duck spaghetti? What? How's that funny? How's that funny, Matt? Dude, Explain the joke to me, because I'm not laughing. Bro, what do you want me to do? They're like, what's for lunch, guys? And they're like, duck? And they start shooting everybody. I'm like... I hate this. I hate this fucking movie. At that so point, I was so angry yeah. about this movie, I wanted to turn it off. But I was like, I have to finish it for the podcast. But when he was like, duck, I was like, fuck this fucking movie. It's not funny. So, okay, here's a, here's a question I have. It's a comedy, Matt. Okay, hang, hang on. Sorry. I, I want you to calm down a little bit. Okay, just for a second. It's so funny because I said literally the roles are reversed right yeah. now because normally this is you. Is duck spaghetti a fucking thing? I don't fucking care. I've never even fucking heard of that. It's like, there's your joke. We're having duck spaghetti. It's fucking stupid. That 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 scene in particular, I was like, really? That's then what, it gets that's mean. Yeah. Then it gets really mean at points. And racist. And racist. <laughs> yeah. Very racist. But anyway, let's get to the fucking replay scene. Yeah. This fucking thing goes on. It's just the guy oh running out of the God. out of the building too. Yeah. Nothing else, which by the way, is so obviously not in the same locations. Yeah. Like the interiors of the school and the exterior of the schools are so obviously not the same places. Well, I think I think at that point, uh, well, never mind, they, they got arrested after the movie was made. I don't yeah. know what the fuck happened. Yeah. Never mind. I guess because you couldn't go do that scene in an actual school. 
I mean, I guess you could find like an abandoned school. Sure, I guess. Which I mean, which this movie exist. didn't have a budget, which I don't care about that. Well, no, I don't care about that. But the thing is, like, you should subsidize. Uh, you know, you should. Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Like, equal out the the fact that you have a low budget. Yeah. By being fucking funny. Yeah. That's what the replay scene. So it's just this guy running out of the building after someone else gets shot. Yeah. And they, they play sh- it. They show it four or five times. Yeah. And then someone react to it, which again, the 911 phone operator. Th- so unfunny. Yeah. So unfunny. Miserably <laughs> unfunny. And doesn't make a lick of damn sense. No. It does not. And it, it, it gets pretty ham fisted at that point, too. Yeah. Where she, the news reporter's like, what? How exciting. I mean, terrible. I'm like, oh, fuck you. Fuck this movie. Fuck everything yeah. about it. But I will say that it's something that actually did play into actual Col- into Columbine. For real, though. Yeah, for sure. Because uh, I remember they, they called the news station at the actual event. And they were like, uh, you know, just keep, keep the TV on the, the channel. Hmm. But be quiet. Don't bust that nut. We'll be right back. That's a Chappelle joke, sorry. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> but I was like... What? <laughs> Way more offensive than anything to duck the Carbon High Massacre. <laughs> Congratulations, John. You're welcome. You did this in the wrong decade. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck this movie, man. Sheesh. I don't know. That's that. I don't think I got anything else to say about it. I I'm sort of think maybe we should have ended on duck. I just hated it. I really did. I really hated it. I gave it on, which we don't usually talk about our star ratings because we're not like, I gave this movie. Blah, blah, blah. But on yeah. my letterbox, I gave it a star and a half. I gave it a star for the shooting, the school shooting, the actual school shooting scene. Yeah. I thought that actually was done good and pretty gnarly. And some of the effects were really gross and violent. And I yeah. thought were really done well. And a half star because I thought Misty Monday did a good job. <laughs> and that's it. That's all I would give this movie. I gave it a two because I think, I, I think I'd give it like a two. Because mm-hmm. I think I enjoyed it a little more yeah. than you did. But... It's like that, and what was it? Today's the day, or something like that. Today is the day. The band. Oh, okay, yeah, um, yeah. The, it's a like noise rock band. Yeah, I thought they were kind of cool. <laughs> the drummer. Yeah, is I didn't messed know. it on drummer Brandaler. Yeah, I didn't know that. I didn't recognize him. Yeah, well, I, it was fucking cool to yeah. see him in this. But I mean, too bad the movie fucking sucks. You know. But yeah, that's Duck the Carbine High Massacre. That's a lot of people's favorite movie, and I just obliterated it. <laughs> I mean, I don't know what else to say besides I just thought it was, like, okay at best. I'm Maybe sorry. if we saw it when it came out, we'd have different feelings about it. I, was, I, don't, I wasn't alive yet. I was 10. But you know <laughs> what I'm saying? Like, Maybe that's a factor. Yeah. Because, like, to me, like I wanted to go into I wanted to defend me. I wanted to make me laugh, but uneasily. Yeah. You know what I mean? You'd be like, oh, shouldn't be laughing at that. You know what I mean? But yeah. it's so miserably unfunny that, like, it was a chore to watch. Yeah. And I hated every second of it. Honestly, I remember, like, I held off watching this until, like, the very last moment that night. Because I was just like, oh, God. This is going to be bad. This is probably going to be bad. Maybe and I shit on it so much is why you kind of enjoyed it more than I did. Maybe. Because I was, like, just so, like... I think I was anticipating, like, the worst fucking thing I was ever going to see. And I mean, it's no Alien Beast, but shit. You know what I mean? The way you were talking about the night before... Uh, you know, the, the night of when we were watching this stuff, I was like, this is probably going to be fucking terrible. <laughs> this is going to be fucking god-awful. Like I said, it's no alien beast, but I mean... There's, there's been a lot of stuff that you've loved that I have fucking hated. But there's charm. But, you know what I mean? Yeah. To me, I find charm in some of those really shitty movies. Oh, yeah. 
like a splatter farm, like a Black Devil doll from hell. Or something like that. Yeah, those uh, those movies are fun. There's nothing charming about this movie. No, it's a boil. Not just on your ass, but like right on the crack. <laughs> so it's kind of going into your ass a little bit. <laughs> so it's really like uncomfortable when you walk. You got a, a boil on your taint. Oh yeah, that's Duck the Carbine High Massacre. It's itch you can't fucking reach. Jesus, that's what this movie is to me. I don't know. Um, it could have been. I think this movie could have been way fucking better if it wasn't so rushed yeah. to capitalize on this. Yeah. D- take the time to work on this write stuff. the script. Yeah, write it. R- write the make script. it funny. Yes. If you're gonna make a comedy, for fuck's sakes, make it funny. And don't make the mo- a movie called Duck: The Carbon High Massacre. By the way, and have it have the fucking reason it's called Duck. A single moment where it is uh, about the food you're eating at lunch. Yeah. It's fucking stupid. Bad. Not funny either. Not funny. So, yeah. That's Duck from 1999. We don't go too far into the future. No. Just a few years. 2003. Directed by Gus Van Zant. Yes. Old psycho remake himself. Oh. <laughs> Why are we talk about that? <laughs> that movie ain't good. We have... Elephant. Yes. Um, elephant, 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 elephant. Elephant, elephant, elephant. I hear that if you have to sneeze, if you say elephant a bunch of times, it keeps you from having to sneeze. Makes it go away. Really? I, mean, I don't know if that's true or not. I've never tried it, but... I haven't either. Fuck, I sneezed so hard at work and I thought I threw my back out. Jesus, John. I was like... I was I was stalking something. I'm like... And I was like... Dude, when I was on that fucking camping trip... I swear to God, I was taking this because they actually had a shower up there, which I was happy about. I was just gonna say I was taking a shit. I was taking a shit. No, um, I was eating some slides of American singles, I mean, taking a shit. I, dude, I was in the I was in the fucking shower. I swear to God, I sneezed like ten fucking times. I thought I was gonna die in there. Um, everyone, everyone else was like getting ready for bed. I was like, I'm gonna fucking die in this bathroom because of allergies. No one's gonna fucking <laughs> find me the next morning with water just like. Fucking wrinkled ass corpse <laughs> just laying in the fucking shower. <laughs> I just look like a fucking prude. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, Elephant. <laughs> what a way to introduce fucking Elephant. Is uh, oh. an HBO film. Yeah, that's why you don't got a Blu ray. That's why you ain't got a Blu rays. <laughs> um, about basically about a day in a high school. Yep. You follow several kids and or groups of kids <laughs> can i just say something real fast before yeah. you continue is you talking about it's following a bunch of kids i thought it was following this one guy at first and, it, and i was trying to i'm detailing all the things he was doing and then i was like oh wait a minute there's a bunch of characters <laughs> oh oh fuck <laughs> wait a minute because <laughs> you have like the first kid who I, I did you write their names down uh i have there's john john and elias John, you know, he's going to school, but his dad's an alcoholic. Yes. And he has to try to get somebody to pick his dad up. Yeah, which is sad. Sad, very sad. The movie yeah. starts on a very somber note. Yeah. And just stays there. And Elias is a photographer he's for a the photographer. school. He's a photographer, yeah. And then you also have a couple. I didn't get their names. I didn't get their names. Did it ever even say their names? I, think uh, I don't think so, actually. And then you have um, this one girl who, you know, is kind of your typical nerdy girl. Yeah. But then you follow these two. Who, I swear to God, like... I, I don't know if Gus Van Zandt wrote this. I don't know, actually. Maybe? Maybe. But, literally, one of the shooters is named Eric. Eric. <laughs> He's the main one, I think. Yeah. Which is... Woo, boy. 
and Eric is an outcast. Yeah. Stop me if you've heard this one before. <laughs> er- Eric and Alex. Alex, yeah. Stop me if you've heard this before. They get bullied. Yeah. And thus they decide that they've had enough. However, what I do like about this movie is that doesn't seem to be Eric's primary motive. Nope, not at all. Eric just seems to be a real piece of shit. <laughs> a real goddamn piece of work. <laughs> Who, um, he's just planning on killing everybody. Yeah. And this is just his excuse to do it. Fucked. Fucked and up. so we kind of, the movie doesn't necessarily follow a, uh, your typical linear narrative. No. It, it, it definitely, it jumps back and forth in time. Which some people can be a little confusing. It can be a little bit, but basically, but I'm kind of I'm kind of used to this yeah. in movies, though. <laughs> so it kind of plays about the night before and the day of. Yeah, the school shooting, and you'll get to a certain moment, and then we'll kind of switch and see how we got to that moment from another character's perspective. Yeah, until eventually it all leads up to the the event. The event. Um, um, one of the big things to note about Elephant is that Gus Van Zant primarily used non actors. Yes. Everybody in this movie is just legit high school kids. Which is um, pretty cool, actually. Pretty cool. Pretty bold. Pretty ballsy. Yeah, very ballsy. Uh, my, I, For the most part, I really liked it because I thought it added a lot of like natural uh, believability to the film. Yeah, I agree. But during the film's climax, I think it did need stronger characters. Yeah. Stronger actors. It gets a little... It gets heavy in their... Not They're not actors. strong enough to pull off some of it. Now, the guy who plays Eric, yeah, I actually think he did a really good job. Yeah, he he really took the role and he's cold. Ran with it. Yeah, he's very cold. And also, uh, they also are sort of Nazis. Yeah, they definitely are watching Nazi shit. Also, um, ordering guns online too. Which can you do that? Is that a thing that can be done? Maybe back then. That was crazy. <laughs> you can't do that now, I don't think. They showed up to their door, I'm like, whoa! Yeah. <laughs> Holy shit. I think the only place you can actually do that is GTA 5. Yeah. <laughs> but, I'm, like, can you... That... Yeah. I think so. I don't remember. Hmm. It's been a long time since I played that game. We could order a tank. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you can put Chico's in and get a goddamn floating cars. Well, I saw a GTA <laughs> online, but... Yeah, so Eric, what I, what I really loved about Eric's character in particular is that like it starts with like oh he's a bully tortured soul. I was even writing my notes like okay I've seen this time and yeah. time again, but then like there's especially in particular a certain moment where he does something which I think you know what I'm talking about the yes to somebody in particular where I was like nah he's just a fucking evil monster yeah he's a piece of shit he was this was his, this was his destiny which uh, Gus Van Zant you got it right yeah like that uh, is the closest to yeah. <laughs> That is the closest to Columbine that any of these movies get. Yeah. In truth. In that this guy was going to do this. Yeah. Regardless. regardless yeah. Regardless if he was being picked on or not. Because yeah. he's a evil fucking bastard. And the guy who plays Alex, too, I thought did a good job. Yeah. There's a scene in particular with the teacher that I thought was really good. Yes. Um, And there's a lot of, like, I know you said you felt the movie was slow. It's supposed to be, though. Yes. See, I loved that about it. Honestly, yeah, I really enjoyed the buildup because I you knew it, like it's done so well because like you get like you meet John and it's kind of sad, but John's a really nice character. He's really yeah. likable, very likable, I think. Yeah, uh, and then you meet was it Elias? Elias, yeah. Uh, he's very likable as well. Yeah, the couple they're weak, they're not very good. Yeah, <laughs> but you don't stay with them very long. I think Gus Van Zant knew that. <laughs> yes, you know what I mean. It honestly just feels like he. It feels almost like a uh, really a DIY shot trying mm-hmm. to get them to take this picture of this couple. Yeah. Uh, 
yeah, all the characters feel genuine, and honestly, the John character seems like someone I, I would have hung out with in school. Yeah, he seems like the kind of guy who just kind of floats back and tor- forth between friend groups. Oh, yeah. You know, he hangs out with the, the all-ball guys, then he hangs out with the jocks, you know? Yeah. But there's a moment where he's leaving yeah. the can- the school. For I can't remember why he's leaving. Uh, I think I think it was on, like, they're on, like, lunch break or something like yeah. that. So he's leaving, and he sees... He sees a- Eric and Alex walking in. With bags and gear, you know, yeah. done up just like Columbine, not trench coats. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, not, not trench coats. That's the other thing, yeah. They didn't wear trench coats nope. at Columbine, did they? They did not. Yeah, they, they wore wear tactical gear. Yeah. Uh, and he's like, what are you doing? And they're like, some shit's about to go down, fucking leave and don't come back. It, and the- I thought that moment was like, whoa. Yeah. Holy shit, because then you switch. You don't follow them in. Then you go to another person's perspective. Yep. And you're like, no, 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 no. Go back. Go back. <laughs> yeah. Um, I guess the, the the one thing I will say about this, the slow pace of the movie is it's supposed to feel like a mundane yeah. day. It's supposed to feel like a day at school. Yeah. That nothing special is supposed to happen. <laughs> yeah. The one thing I will say is, you know, it, I, I do go to movies to escape yeah. normal life. It's almost a little... T- who, yes, real. <laughs> almost too like because I won't lie and say that the, it's the most riveting film you've ever seen. This movie, like I'm gonna say this, this movie got my fucking anxiety up. Yeah, I, yeah, for sure. I mean, you know that. Yeah, but, but there's a lot of this movie that a lot of people would be like, "This is fucking boring." A lot of people were online were saying that too, and I get that. Yeah, but that's what I loved about it, honestly, because I'm like, this is real. Yeah, it's real life. This is real life. This is literally Gus Van Zant being like. This shit's real. Yeah, this ain't this ain't a joke. This is real. Yeah. Um, which again, like, it didn't have to be serious though. Like, if Duck was just fun, I don't want to go back. Then no, go back to Duck. But if Duck was just funny, I would have liked it. But anyways, <laughs> <laughs> it ain't got to be serious. But this movie is very serious. Yeah. Um, yeah, and like, I don't know. I loved that. I loved like just these moments of just these characters just being themselves. Them, yeah. You know, just being people. It's... And. Uh, then when the shit goes down, man, it's it's dark. It's real fucking dark. And like Gus Van Zandt's so smart because like he lets you know who this who Eric is right at the very beginning. Yeah, because the first person he kills isn't a jock. It isn't a person that bullied him. It's no. an innocent person who did nothing to him. Yep, he doesn't even know them. Yeah, and the second person he kills is someone who's also being bullied. Yeah, fucked up. Mm-hmm. And that, that's what this movie is. It's fucked up. And another thing too is like. You lose characters. Yeah. Like, I was like, where did Lies go? What happened to Lies? Yeah. That's real, man. Because in that situation, you lose people. Yeah, they're gone. You don't know what happened to them. Yeah. We don't ever find out. I don't... Did, 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 what happened to Lies? Uh, um, I thought I thought he was the guy who got shot in the library. Well, they shoot the one person. Yeah. And then the shooting starts, and we don't ever go back to see... what he, what he Where he's at? What happened to him. I don't know. That's real, man. Scary yeah. real. You know what I mean? Yeah, you don't you don't know what happened to everybody. And another thing about this movie that I fucking loved was how it's so eerily captured the sound of a school shooting. Yeah. Where yeah. like Yeah. It's chaotic and stuff, right? But it's also yeah. quiet. Yeah, that's that's uh, yeah. Um if okay. It's about to get a little real here. Um when Parkland happened a couple of years back in the cell phone age a lot of the footage a lot of footage got put online from that day 
Mm-hmm. And it is, I don't know if it's still up or not, but it's fucking haunting. And this movie captures that. Yeah, it's quiet. It's quiet at the same time. Loud. You all you hear is gunshots because everybody's trying to be quiet. Yeah, because they're trying not to be seen. Yeah, sure, they're screaming and stuff, but once all that dissipates, yeah, then it's just gunshots and silence. It's terrifying. Like, like there was audio of a nine one one phone call from Columbine. Yeah, like, I don't know if you ever heard that. What are the people in the library? Yeah. I think they played it on the last podcast. We just hear the and they're just like, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, this movie captures that. Yeah, it's again, this movie fucking flared my anxiety up something fierce because it's way too fucking real, man. Way too fucking real. But where it does hurt itself just a little bit and falter just a little bit, yeah, is the strength of the performances in that last act. Yeah, because as much as I thought John was a great character. When he finds his dad, and he's like, oh, yeah, I don't know, man. You just... they, they I'm like, man, did you <laughs> wish you had a little more emotion in your voice? Yeah. And in particular, I don't want to spoil anything, but the last two victims, man, that's a bad performance. It was rough. It's really rough. Now, Erico, yeah. really good in that moment. Yeah, he, he, he steals the show in that performance. Yeah, he yeah. does. And some of Alex's moments as well. Yeah, again, they are untrained actors. Yeah, they're though. not actors. Gus Van Zandt took a fucking risk Huge with this. Huge risk, and for the most part, paid off. Yeah. Again, like, it's such a risky fucking movie. Really risky. You're covering a, a subject that's still highly taboo to this oh, day. Oh, yeah, man. To even remotely it talk about. It still hits a nerve. I, I mean, look what happened when we announced this fucking episode. People Everyone like, Whoa. was like, Whoa. Yeah. Like, yep. Shit's about to get heavy. Yeah. And it, it is. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> As it should be. Yeah. But, well, back to Doug for a second. Can be funny. Yeah. If done right. If done right, yeah. <laughs> I'm not against laughing at shit you shouldn't laugh at. I mean, that's part of our fucking show, man. Mm-hmm. I mean, look at happiness. Exactly. Exactly. Perfect yeah. example. But, anyways, back to a good movie. <laughs> but, um,. I don't remember what I was fucking saying. I'm Damn sorry. it! Or you're saying like uh, he took a risk because it's a, a okay, topic. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, you're covering this subject matter that's highly taboo, especially in 2003. Mm-hmm. And on top of that, you're doing it with non-experienced cast. What yeah. the fuck? You're crazy. He's a ballsy filmmaker up until he did the Psycho remake. Well, he just did Psycho. He just did Psycho with Vince Vaughn. Why? We'll never know. All right, we ain't talking <laughs> about that movie. Uh, <laughs> Yes, it's fucking crazy ballsy, man. There's some interesting shit in this movie too, like the the shower scene. Yes, between Eric and Alex, which I thought was fascinating. Yeah, like I was like, what is this all about? Yeah, you they know? they might be uh, gay. See, I gay? thought maybe they might be gay, or maybe it's just because they know that they're not surviving this, and they yeah. each of them never had a sexual experience, so they're like, I don't want to die without, you yeah, know, experience something like that at least once. Because even Alex even says like, Hey, have you kissed anybody? And he's like, No. You know, yeah. Um, Fascinating, really interesting yeah. stuff. Like I thought that was added so many layers to the movie. You know what I mean, it really did, yeah. Because I, I <laughs> especially when you have the fucking like Nazi shit playing in the background, yeah. <laughs> and then it goes to the shower and they're uh, kissing each other. I'm like, wait a minute. <laughs> yeah, see, I don't know. Like, I, like I said, maybe that was implying that they possibly they were gay. Yeah. Or like I said, maybe it's just because like because they knew they. I mean, I think they going into it knew they weren't going to get them out. Yeah. Like it was a suicide pack kind of thing. Well, let me ask you a question about something that does happen in the movie. Mm-hmm. The the girls 
who go to the bathroom. The bulimia? Yeah. Didn't love that. Okay. Um, again. Thought look, that was a little too ham-fisted. I understand that, but also, like, I knew a lot of people. Oh, yeah, it's real. Shit, you know, it's real. Shit. It's very real. But it's like, we're already, talk- we're already talking about a topic. Yeah. We don't need more shit, you know what I mean? Yeah. And it was almost done comedic, too. I felt so, anyways. Uh, I mean... It felt really out of place to me. A, l- a little bit. Um, but at the same time, it is, I mean... It's real. Yeah, it, it's it's kind of par- It's kind of like the whole... Uh, how do I put this? It's just something that happens. Oh, oh God. Shit. Oh, my oh, God. No. <laughs> Are we still recording? I think so. <laughs> I'm not cutting this out because this is funny. The recorder just fucking ate shit. <laughs> Fuck. My bad. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. Anyways, back That's to That's our the... only recorder. Anyways, back to Okay. <laughs> but, yeah, like, I, I, I do see it as something that it's like, yeah, this shit, this, this shit does happen. For sure. And especially in high school. Oh, yeah. For sure. Yeah, I, I, I got that. I understood that. Yeah. I was kind of, I don't know. Especially since the, they were not great. Also, maybe maybe not all of them. I don't think they all should have done it. At the exact same time in yeah. unison. Yeah, that's a bit And they're not top, strong performers. No. So it, it comes off very cheesy. Yeah. Um, Although I did like, again, talking about like not knowing what happened. Yeah. What what happened? What happened to them? I assume they're dead. I'm assuming they're dead, but I don't know. You know what I mean? Yeah. Good shit, man. Really good shit. Yeah. This was a first time watch for me. Yep, me too. Duck and this were both first time watches for me. Uh, these were all three first time watches. Yeah. Um, I really like this one quite yeah. a bit. It's very it, very good. It's a movie that I feel like also like upon rewatching, I think could actually go up for me as well. Yeah. Um. Uh, I, I, it's also not what I expected. Yeah, I wasn't expecting like it to go full, like on just a day. Mm-hmm. It was just, just a, day. a day. Yep. But Which, again, like I said, I think that's brilliant because like they are, they're just days. Yeah. You know, it's just a, it's a normal day that suddenly isn't anymore. Yeah. <laughs> a day that's special that you wish wasn't. <laughs> you know. Yep. And it's 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 heavy. This movie's real fucking heavy. Um. Yeah, this is definitely one that is, uh, if you're going to watch it, prepare to have your anxiety go up, especially if you are a parent. Yeah. Yeah. God, I can only imagine seeing this movie as a high school student. Oh, my God. It'd be fucking terrifying. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's but, Jaws. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I will say this is a movie I do feel like a lot of people need to watch. I do, too. I agree. I think, to me, um, spoiler alert, Yeah. this was my favorite of the three. Yeah, me too. Um, but I really enjoyed it a lot and thought, like you said, I think more people should check it out. I, mean, I think it's pretty well known. Well, yeah, but I'm just saying. Like, Man, my first experience with Elephant was wild because I just saw it on HBO one late night not knowing what the fuck it was about. Yeah. Okay, so it was a first time watch for me. Yeah. But I had seen parts of Elephant before. Okay. Because it came on HBO one night. As I drifted in and out of consciousness. Yeah. So I didn't know what the fuck I watched. I just knew there was a movie that had a blonde kid in it about school shootings. No Whoa. clue it was Elephant. <laughs> um, yeah, like, honestly, when I was watching this, I almost forgot it was a school shooting movie. Yeah. Until the shooters show up. And you're just like, oh, shit. <laughs> yeah, when that happens, I was like, oh, fuck. Mm. As soon as they walked up with all those bags and shit, I was like. Even that's just done, just like, not. it's not like, dun, dun. No, they just show up. No music, no fanfare. That's another thing. There's not a ton of music in this. No. They use the Moonlight Sonata. 
Yep, that's about it. Ding, ding, Which I think it's public domain anyway. So. I think so, yeah. Remember those Goosebumps episodes they used that too? Yeah. Yeah. I think it's uh, oh, pian- yeah. Was it Piano Lessons? Piano, piano Lessons can be murder. murder. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's fun. Uh, love Goosebumps. I love it, dude. Lot in the mood a little bit. <laughs> yeah, because shit's heavy, man. Heavy. Elephant's heavy. Fucking hard, man. <laughs> fucking hard, man. <laughs> yeah, that's Elephant. Highly recommend Elephant. Yeah. I think it's a brilliant Which fucking I'm movie. I'm going to go ahead and say. It's one of Tom Hanks' favorite movies, apparently. Oh, yeah? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, am I stupid or did I not, not, not get what you just fucking referenced? <laughs> I don't even understand. No, I saw that on IMDb. Said it was one of Tom Hanks' favorite movies. What the fuck is it? Apparently, and then I was just like, I started thinking about all the rumors about Tom Hanks moving to Greece and stuff because you know pedophilia is legal or something like that. It, I don't think it actually. I think it's a whole like <laughs> Cuban on rumor I bullshit. I think it is too, but I just couldn't help but laugh. It's like, of course, Tom Hanks' favorite movie. He stars kids. <laughs> I bet he likes kids too. <laughs> he likes Kid Park. Yeah. Apparently, also this was written. This was written by Gus Van Zant. Okay, I just remembered this. I'm remembering all these IMDb facts now. This was written by Gus Van Zandt based on a short story by none other but Sick on Cinema alumni, Harmony Kareen. Are you serious? Yeah. Wow. Old Kareen himself. Fucking Harmony Kareen. (laughs) He went from writing a lot of stuff about, like, troubled youth to fucking what? (laughs) What do you mean these people are wearing old people masks humping fucking trash? (laughs) What is this? (laughs) Harmony, what have you done? What do you mean Snoop Dogg's in your next movie? What's happening? How did you get $4 million to make this? <laughs> what the fuck? How do you still keep getting money to make movies? You crazy motherfucker. Oh my god. I love him. Yeah. He's crazy. But, uh. Yeah. That's Elephant. Yeah. Good shit. I, I won't go ahead and say. I, uh, highly recommend this next one, too. Yes. And the, I do have some problems with it. I do, too. What year was this one? 2014, 13? I don't remember like when that. it came out. Uh, I have it as 2013. Okay. Um, directed by Matt Johnson, who's also the star of the film. Yeah. We One have produced, or not produced, but uh, backed and distributed, basically, Yeah, by Kevin Smith. Wow. Yeah, because he saw it at a film festival and thought it needed to be pushed. Yeah. And that is The Dirties. Man, this one is a completely different take on this, too. It is, yeah. Um, so, this one we have Matt and Owen. Yeah. They always come in pairs. Which, by the way, these are... Both their real names. Yeah. Which apparently but, they did another movie where they did the exact same thing. Uh, yeah, I think it's called Operation something. Yeah, it's based on like faking the moon landing or something yeah. like that. Yeah. Which I'm curious to check it out. Yeah, I, I want to check out more of their stuff. Yeah, because I thought they did a good job with this. Um, And they are aspiring filmmakers in high school. Yeah. Who are making a... <laughs> <laughs> I just thought about the fucking... The one scene. The, the, the racist scene? <laughs> There's is- definitely a racist scene in this movie as well. <laughs> Man, it's a trend. Um, it is a trend. There's straight blackface in this movie. Is the, yeah. But I was thinking about the fucking scene that gets, that gets him fucking picked on even worse. Where he dresses the girl instead of getting a girl to be in the movie. Yeah. Fuck, it's rough. It's rough. Anyway, we'll get to it. So, they're aspiring filmmakers who just have a passion for movies and they have a class where they get to do that. Yeah. So Which I wish I fucking had that kind of class. Yeah, me too. So, they get to, they make them, they start working on a project called The Dirties. Which is a satirical take on them in real life being bullied and, you know, wanting to do something about it. Yeah. Where in the movie they hunt down this group called the Dirties. Yeah. Which are their bullies. And they take them out and it's done like a cop drama kind of thing. But yeah. comedy. Um, 
they're really proud of it. They like it, but their teacher's not enthused with it. Because well, of, it wants them to cut it. Yeah, wants them to cut it down because it's got a lot of violence and cursing. Yeah. So. Which. Boo this man! Boo this man! <laughs> so they do it and they show it and they're already being pretty ruthlessly bullied. <laughs> Fucking brutally bullied. The, bu- the bullying in this film is like, damn. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's it's like, it's on next level bullying shit. Yeah. It's not just some typical bullying shit. Yeah, a lot of uh, foreshadowing in this movie too. Yes, a lot of foreshadowing. But Including a moment uh, it, that if you see, they have a storyboard laid out on the wall yeah. that actually literally has the ending of the movie. Are you fucking serious? Yep. yep. Again, oh God, man, I wish I could have saw this on a bigger screen because I'm at, on a fucking camping trip with a TV. You can't do See, that. See, I knew that because I'd seen the movie before. Okay. And I saw that fact, and I was like, no way. And I went and looked, and sure enough, yeah. Wow. That's a, that's awesome, actually. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I wish I watched this on a bigger screen. I had to watch it on my fucking phone. David Lynch is somewhere fucking furious. You think you can watch a movie on your phone? Get fucking real. <laughs> Get fucking real. <laughs> I love David Lynch. I um, sorry, but anyway, David. so... um. They show the movie and it doesn't quite get the reaction. I mean, I does what, it first? I, I don't know what reaction they were thinking they I were going to get. At first, they the the people when uh, people watching it are digging it, and then the one scene happens hmm. that uh, they don't like. Yeah. So the bullying continues. Yeah. Escalating even. Getting worse, especially Getting worse. for Matt. Matt, yeah. So Matt gets an idea. He's like, "Well, shit, let's make a dirties too." But this time, we actually shoot and kill him. Ha ha ha! Ain't that funny? Yeah. And Owen's like, ha, ha, ha. Yeah, funny. Yeah, funny shit. So he goes along with Matt for a while until things just start to get a little serious. Yeah. Uh, Matt becomes a bit fucking weird. Yeah. Matt starts to show that this ain't a joke to him. No. Not at all. Although it is kind of a joke to him. It's a... Yeah. It is a joke to him, but sometimes it's not. Until ultimately it leads to, you know, what you think happens. Yeah, what the title of the episode is. Yeah, a school shooting. <laughs> yeah, and man, that we'll get to that scene, but yeah. that scene is fucking brutal. It's fucking heavy. Yeah. Real fucking heavy. Ugh. So yeah, that's the plot of the dirties. What'd you think about it? Um, I thought this movie was pretty fucking good. I really like it a lot as well. I do wish it was not a found footage movie. There's where the big problem lands. Unfortunately, this did fall upon that time period where Every fucking movie coming out was some kind of found footage film. Which again, I'm not against the idea of doing a found footage shooting movie. I'm, I'm not, not against. I'm not against found footage. No, not at Actually, all. I like. There's several movies I like that are found I footage. I fucking love Creep. Creep's great. Uh, uh, the Bay is really good. Of course, the legendary Blair Witch Project. The Den. The Den. Yeah. Uh, the Tunnel. A lot of yeah. those. <laughs> yeah. The. Yeah. Uh, I even like the VHS movies. Yeah. The first two. That third one sucks, <laughs> but you know, so like I like found footage, yeah. But just not everything needs to be found footage. Oh, fucking a troll hunter, troll hunter. That's great. It's like everything wants to be Manbot's dog. <laughs> yeah, but nothing can be Manbot's dog. Manbot's dog is its own because like this thing. movie is a comedy. Uh, I'd say dark comedy drama. That's what I was gonna say. Yeah, but it's more of a dramedy. Dramedy, yeah. Right? Where Manbot's dog is a pitch black comedy. Yes. So when they're still filming him do fucked up shit, yeah. it makes sense because it's like, well, at the end of the day, it's supposed to be funny. Yeah. So it's supposed to be ridiculous. It's supposed to not make sense. But this movie plays itself so real that you're like, for one, who is filming? Yeah. Two, how many cameras are there? 
Exactly. Who always filming? Who's editing this? Yeah. Because we have title sequences and music and... But you don't find out really any of that information until like halfway through. Yeah. If that. If that. I don't think you ever... Because like, we... there's a scene where we're watching him edit. Yeah. Are we watching the version he's editing or is the version he's editing... Are we watching... You know? <laughs> like It okay. starts to get really confusing. Oh, God, excuse me. What I saw it as, as he is editing the final cut. Okay. But then how are we watching it? Him watch him edit. Okay. Well, he tells the guy behind the camera. He's like, you know you have to edit the rest of this, right? Because, mm-hmm. you know, I'm not getting out of this. So, that's that's what he says. But it gets fucking confusing. But then how many cameras? Because at one point, it's following both him and Owen. Yeah. There seems to be... It and, just shouldn't have been found footage. And, and, and they make a big deal about always having the mics. Yeah. Well, there's certain moments. Well, is he wearing a mic or is he not wearing a mic? Why would he be wearing a mic at this moment if he's done with the project? The only thing I saw with the char- the character of Matt wearing the microphone is that he's becoming obsessed with this project. Mm. Of course. So why the fuck is Owen wearing a microphone? Exactly. Then? Especially at the moment when he starts to pull away. Yeah, he shouldn't have the microphone at all. At all. Exactly. Th- this just shouldn't have been found footage. No. You could you could have filmed it voyeuristically, and I think oh, it yeah. would have worked. Like I think the way it's shot is good. Yes. It feels like you're just watching these people. Yeah. But if they just would have never have like let into the found footage aspect of it. Yeah. Like the moment where he offers the cameraman popcorn is when the movie really hurts. Because from that yeah. point forward, you're trying to figure out things that you shouldn't have to think about. Well, the way they should have done this instead of like found footage is almost like the way they filmed Borat. Sure, yeah. Where it's where you said it's very voyeuristic mm-hmm. instead of just Oh, I found this footage. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I upload this footage. Yeah, exactly. Um, because, like, there's so much stuff to like about this movie. Oh, yeah. I think the all the characters in the film yeah. are good. Very to, genuine. To great. Yeah. I think Matt and Owen are both excellent. Yes. You know, in the movie. And super likable and relatable. Yeah. You know, like, I've, there's points in the film where like, I'm like, shit, I am mad. <laughs> you know what I yeah. mean? Like, I am that guy, you know? Yeah. Um. And that feeling of, like, when Owen starts to, like, get with this girl and, like, that feeling mm-hmm. of, like, oh, shit, my best friend's pulling away from me. Yeah. You know, that's a feeling I think we've all felt before. Yeah. You know? So it's, like, it's so real and genuine that if it just wasn't found footage, this movie could have been fucking way higher for me. Oh, yeah. You know? And it's just unfortunate. It just doesn't logically make sense that it is found footage. Yeah. That's the problem. Because, like, why are they still filming? Yeah. Because here's the thing. Okay, he's like, well, you know you're going to have to edit this, right? Yeah. Well, he films him doing the shooting. <laughs> Yeah, he's, just no he's going to get arrested as well. Yeah, because you're filming the crime. Yeah. You're, a, you're an accomplice. Exactly. So that doesn't make sense. That doesn't make sense either. Um, I don't know. I, w- I just wish it wasn't found footage. I just wish it man. wasn't found footage. If it wasn't found footage, this would have been a much better film. You can do it voyeuristically. Yeah. But just don't. Shoot it like a TNA circa like 2008. <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> Fuck. You remember that? Yeah. <laughs> They're just like hiding behind corners, filming them. It's fucking weird. <laughs> Never but, made reference to it, though. Never what, made reference to the cameras honestly, there. What's weirder, that or the fucking WWE just filming what's happening and the, them not acknowledging the camera is even there? Yeah, you, you might be onto something there. <laughs> or staring at a fucking TV sideways. Yeah, yeah, you may be onto something there. Anyway, anyways, back, back to, to the back dirty. to the dirty. Yeah. Wrestling. Um, and another thing, there's music, and I'm like, well, who's putting the fucking music in? I mean, I guess he fucking is. Yeah. 
Because that's what I'm confused by. Because he's editing the movie in the movie. Yeah. So if we're watching the movie that he made, then how are we watching him make the movie? I guess they're editing. <laughs> <laughs> it gets too deep, man. I can't comprehend it. It's fucking it. film inception. It is. But I guess like they're, what, what I thought it was, like it's them filming it and putting it into the rest of the timeline. I guess so. But it's showing as though he's like making it. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I hate to keep harping on that, but it's such a big thing. It's a big flaw. Because it's the hugest flaw. You know what I mean? It's yeah. what takes this movie from being really good to fucking great. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it could have turned that corner if it wasn't for that. Yeah. Because all the characters are, as you said, fucking amazing. Great. The bullies are good. They're believable and realistic. Yeah, maybe yeah. a little over the top. Yeah. Because they're so, like, like <laughs> They are, yeah. But it also has, like, maybe the least amount of violence... Yeah. But one of the most poignant. Yeah. Because, like, Matt starts to, like, really lose grip on reality. Yeah, he, which is, it's ironic. I was talking about uh, Dave Cullen's Columbine early in the episode. He is reading it. Yeah, he is. And has become obsessed. Obsessed. With Columbine. Yeah. Which, woo, 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 red 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 flag, red (laughs) flag. But, like, it's, what, because he, like, he really loses grip. With what the fuck is real. Is real. Yeah. Like, he really, like, like he just, His like, life is a movie. Exactly. And, like, it's, like, he's, like, down to, like, what am I going to wear? Yeah. Because the costume's got to be right. You know what I mean? It's, oh, my God. What am I going to say when I do it? You know what I mean? Yeah, he's, like, planning it as if it's a scene in a film. Yeah, exactly. And, and that shit's so, like, scary. Because there's a point where he goes to his mom and he's like, do you think I'm a psychopath? Oh, my God. Because I've been yeah. reading this book and I think I'm a psychopath. <laughs> and you're like, holy shit! Like, and maybe he is because, like, you know, he's lost his like, like nothing. None of this seems out of place to him. Yeah, like this ideal to do this does not bother him. No, at all. He's losing his shit as the movie progresses, but in such a realistic way that it's almost unnoticeable. Yeah, because he still feels like the same character. But the only other character that picks up is Owen. Owen. Owen's because he knows him. Like, what are you doing? Why the fuck are you acting this way? Yeah. You know, and there's, like, this, like, you know, definitely, like, special needs kid. Yeah. Who's, like, bullying him, too. Probably yeah. because he sees everyone else doing it, you know? Yeah. And, like, the scene where he's just like, you know, we're bringing guns to school and we're going to kill you. Yeah, the way he says like, you know what? Fuck it. Yeah. We're bringing guns to school to kill you. Yeah. You're dead, you know? Yeah. And he's like, he's not going to tell nobody. Confidence, you know what I mean? It's oh, he's so assured of what he's going to do. Even early on in the movie, he's mm-hmm. like, "Yeah, we're we're planning a school shooting." Ha 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 ha. It's like because nobody knows. Nobody, he knows Jesus. nobody takes him serious. Yeah, he's so assured of what he's going to do that, like, he has to be a psychopath. Yeah, <laughs> that is triggered by these moments. You know what I mean? And like, yeah, yeah sure. Again, we're back to like, oh, school shootings happen because of bullying. And no. It's like that's not proven. You know what I mean? No. Like, could it be a factor? Sure. I mean, but it's not proven as to why that happens because not every school shooting ever has been based around bullying. Well, yeah, that's like, that's like it's all because of the misinformation of Columbine. Yeah, again, that's like the fucking Sandy Hook. Sandy Hook wasn't even. Yeah, like did those little kids bully that dude? No, no. He was honestly like, what would I've looked into? He was a fucking maybe maybe a pedophile. Yeah. And he this wasn't no she bear situation. <laughs> no. Do you remember the story in the Bible of the she bears? Yeah. They made fun of the guy's bald head, and he sent bears to eat these. Ch- <laughs> it's fucked up. <laughs> it's fucked up. 
Hey, the who was it earlier? Was it JK bitch asked about uh, disturbing books? Yeah, there you go. The Bible. Bible. <laughs> <laughs> the fucking Bible. The Bible. <laughs> go read Revelations. Yeah, It'll oh my chill God. you to the bone. <laughs> it's fucking... It starts getting into like... And he was asking for fiction. Um, <laughs> woo! Woo! <laughs> Shoot from the hip. Um, Anyways. Fuck. Um, I'm off, we're, off, we're off the fucking rails. We're off um, the rails. Jesus, I was not ready for that. Um, <laughs> but it's all about the misinformation of Columbine. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because again, like, if he is a psychopath, which he says himself, I think I may be a psychopath. Yeah. Because he doesn't have an emotional connection to these people. Yeah. They're nothing to him. You know what I mean? And honestly, what really haunted me about this movie is <laughs> this fucking movie very much happened. Yeah. Because the, the, there is a, there was a shooter who uh, attacked... The uh, supermarket mm-hmm. he works at. He had a fucking YouTube channel. Yep. And he was obsessed with fucking uh, this. Co- uh, who's Columbine. obsessed with Danny Phantom? Yep. And Columbine. And Columbine. And yep. Danny Phantom. Yeah. It was fucking <laughs> weird. He's a Phantom. Kid, kid was a fucking loser. Which I know that's you're not supposed to pick pick on him, but you know, fuck you. A fucking you loser. A <laughs> you fucking loser. You killed a bunch of people. So but I feel it, like it, it, fuck, the movie came became real. Real, yeah. So Fuck. I think we have to, like, minor, minor spoilers. I mean, yeah. I think you know what's going to happen. It's on the episode <laughs> by school shooters. shooters. Yeah. So the the school shooting scene in this one I, was really one of the most poignant. It's fucked. Be- yeah. Just because of the way they do it. Yeah. Because, like, you know, like I said, the sounds, the elephant, you know, the sound design of elephant yeah. was deeply haunting to me and disturbing. Yeah. This one in the execution to me was very disturbing. Very because basically at the beginning of the movie, uh, one of the bullies grabs his hand yeah, to help him up. And he's like, what are you gay? You're holding my hand? Yeah. You gay? You know, typical teenage <laughs> shit. Wee, wee, homophobia. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, which they don't shy away from that. They they talk like teenagers. Yes. And that might offend some people. <laughs> but they talk like teenagers talk. When he fucking says the guy has a dick like a pepper, I fucking <laughs> read about Dodd. But you know what I'm saying? Like, they yeah. talk like kids. You know what I mean? So. Yeah. That's why I said that he's like, "Oh, you gay?" You know. Yeah, it, it's like let go of my hand, let go of my hand. It's very much like high school students. Yeah, and he's like, "I'm not holding your hand, you know, let go of me." Yeah. So the first person he goes after is that guy. Yeah. And he's like, "Hey, how you doing?" Shakes his hand, pulls the gun out, boom, shoots him. Why don't you let go of my hand? The way he says it, so cold. Yeah. Let go of my hand. Bam, shoots him again. It's just like. And everyone takes off. They're terrified. Yeah, you know? including the other bully. And he fucking guns him down. Guns him down. Sweatpants are out. He's one-lining. He's one, yeah, one-lining as he's killing them. This is a movie to him. And that's so fucking scary, dude. Yeah. He's so disassociated from reality at that point. Yeah. That this is nothing but a movie to him. Again, this shit scares me. Yeah. It's because the- it's like people come become so fucking obsessed with certain things. Sometimes to the point they they do shit like yeah, this. Yeah. And, and uh, spoiler alert. Yeah. Because I want I want to talk about the last frame of the film. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So spoiler alert. If you don't, if you want to see the dirties unspoiled, go to Shutter. Go to Shutter. Watch it. Come buy, back. Buy a copy. Yeah. Whatever. Because it is a really fucking good movie. It is. Just look past <laughs> the fatal flaw. <laughs> yeah. The fatal flaw. The the uh, the kill screen. The not- <laughs> <laughs> then knife into Julius Caesar's back, yeah, if you yeah, will. Yeah, yeah. Just ignore that and just enjoy it for what it is, the characters. Um, and come back and see us in two weeks. Yep. Where we will be talking 
about the Gates of Hell trilogy. Yes, because it's Halloween and we want to get spooky, but also stay in the realm of fucking weird. (laughs) (laughs) The Gates of Hell trilogy, Lucio Fulci. And then when we come back, it's getting dark again. But anyway. Anyways, so, yeah. And if you don't care about spoilers at all, you can stay with us. Or if you've seen the dirties, stay with us. Yes. So, count us down, Matt. Five, four, three, two, one. Okay, so... And it's kind of weird to say spoiler because it's like, it's not really anything. No. It's just a moment. Yeah. And I think some people would be unsatisfied by this ending. But yeah. I personally found it to be... Haunting? Immensely haunting. Yeah. So basically, after he shoots the two bullies, he glimpses Owen, his friend, yeah. running. Because, fuck, I guess, you know, at the end of the day, he didn't think he would do it. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then he fucking does it. And he it. did it. Yeah. So, and he eventually finds him in a class, right? No one's trying to unlock the door to get away. Oh, God. And Matt's like, Owen, what are you doing? It's me. And that's where the movie ends. And it's like, <sighs> I, did, I felt chills when I, wa- when I was watching it. Yeah, me I was too. like, that's fucking haunting. That's so disturbing. Yeah. Because and multiple, there's multiple layers to it. You know what I mean? One, that this guy is so disassociated with what he did is wrong. Yeah. That he doesn't understand why his friend would be scared of him. Like, could you imagine... If you were in Owen's shoes at that moment, it'd be terrifying. What the fuck do you do? Is he going? Is he going to kill you? I mean, you, also your best friend, you know, the person who was your best friend, just fucking killed two people. Exactly, and that's the other side of it too. Yeah, that's the other part that I thought was so terrifying of it. This person that you was your best friend, the person you've known the longest, the person you love, yeah, isn't the person you know anymore. No, like in that moment when he's like, "It's me," to Owen. That's it not is it him? No, and that's fucking terrifying. It, yeah, that like, was so good. And then the movie ends. Yep, perfect, perfect fucking ending. Like if it just wasn't goddamn. Perfect. Yeah, <laughs> but like, could you imagine? Like, oh my god, could I you imagine not... if Doug did that? Oh god, <laughs> like what do you do? I don't know. Who know? I don't know. I don't know how you deal with it. You know what I mean? Like, uh, yeah. Could you imagine if that was your fucking child? Yeah. What the? F- this, this is which like, this is another movie. Which one day when we cover this topic again? Because there's plenty of movies. Fuck. Yeah, because I thought there was not very many. Oh movies my the god, there are so many. <laughs> there is a fuck ton. Yeah, which I think we might have, in my opinion, from what I've seen, yeah. we might have peaked. Okay. With Elephant. Okay. But there's a movie which I won't spoil because by saying it is actually a spoiler for the entire movie. That is that plot where it's like, how do you deal with that being your kid? Yeah. You know, <laughs> oh, it's scary shit. Very scary. That's why I don't want kids. Um, yeah, fuck kids. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they no. grow up to be monsters. They can. Um, but yeah, so you can raise you can raise a kid, and he just be a normal person. You can raise a kid, and this kid fucking is a, a fucking genius, mm-hmm. or he could be a school shooter, or he could fucking kill people. Yeah, or he could be a murderer. Yeah, fuck that. Yeah, no. I don't want no, no part of that shit. Terrifying. The only the only. <laughs> the only child I have is that fucking cat that's running this house, and that cat's probably got fucking murderous intentions. <laughs> I guarantee it's killed somebody. It's probably killed something. <laughs> yeah. To me, that was just like, that was the perfect way to end that movie. Yeah, absolutely. Because in two folds, it's so scary. Because yeah. on one end, you know, because you can see it from both people's perspectives. Yeah. Matt's confused because he doesn't understand why Owen is scared of him. Yeah. Because he doesn't he doesn't understand that what he did was wrong. Wrong. He's so disassociated from everything. 
and Owen is terrified because the person he's known his entire life isn't the person he knowed anymore. No. It's yeah, it's it's legit frightening and it's a situation I never want to find myself in. No, ever. <sighs> Heavy shit, man. <laughs> that and, ending was like when it happened because I kind of forgot what the I remember that it, he didn't kill a lot of people. I didn't yeah. remember that. But I didn't remember that moment. And when it happened, I was like, God damn. That's heavy shit. Like, that's so fucking that's so fucking heavy. And what what I what I will say is you know, some sometimes like when it comes to like when you become obsessed with mm-hmm. something, you gotta be careful. Yeah, you do. You have to be careful. It's true. Like even with the the genre stuff we talk about, mm-hmm. you gotta be careful. Yeah. Because sometimes you find yourself in some real fuck, fucking heavy shit. Yeah. And yeah. It, if you become overly obsessed with it, sometimes, you know, your brain isn't working the way it used to. And that's why, like, you know, we joke and talk about shit. Yeah. And we talk about how I, I, you know, I'm all, I'm fucking, I'm fucking grizzled and goddamn desensitized. Yeah. And I am. <laughs> you know what I mean? I, I'm slowly yeah. getting there. But, but, like, there's a, there's a real truth to the ideal of being, like, fucking tiptoeing into a genre as, like, extreme cinema. Yeah. Because, like, once you see something, you can't see it. Yep. Right? So it's like, you may not want to fucking jump headfirst into traces of death. No. <laughs> Fuck know? no. And that, 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 you know, that's kind of what you talk about. Like, you gotta be careful, you know? Because <laughs> you don't know, you don't know your own psyche until you push it too far. <laughs> yeah. And sometimes when you push it too far, it's hard to recover from it. Yeah. However, I will say that Spooky said it right on his live stream when talking about the iceberg. Yeah. The extreme cinema community is a fucking wonderful community, really. Yeah. You know? <laughs> and that, that's one thing I will say, like, like I, I didn't actually know a lot of the stuff he was talking about. Like, people who were calling people in the community freaks. Yeah, weirdos and, like, disgusting and disturbing, you know. No, we, we watch this stuff because... It makes us we feel ha- Yeah. <laughs> I was gonna say, it 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 does it re it's something that very much reassures your morality. Yeah, and and like it gives you a reaction. Yeah, you know what I mean. You you can't movies can't really scare you anymore. Yeah, so you have to find something that's going to bother you exactly in some way. John the Doe talked about it. Yeah, you know what I mean. We all talked about it. It's chasing the dragon. Yeah, we're not watching it because we're. I mean, some people might be. But for the most part, the large majority are not yeah. going to go buy John the Doe's Degenerates and jerk off to it. No. They're going to watch it and be like, this is fucked up. <laughs> and what, what I will say to the people who do do stuff like that, hey. just keep it Keep it to fictional. you. Yeah, keep it to you. Keep it to keep you. Keep it a fantasy, <laughs> not reality, for fuck's sake. So what can I talk about myself taking a shit that's going to lighten the mood? <laughs> okay. Um, um, I, I, I can... <laughs> Sometimes at work, the only solace I get is when I get to go take a shit. <laughs> oh, I will say, uh, here's a lot in the mood a little bit. Okay. We, on the camping trip, mm-hmm. we had the broad idea of bring jalapenos. <laughs> okay. To, you know, cook with, our, cook with God, food. You are what? Yes. If you're like, man, jalapenos fucked me up. <laughs> Dude, I am what? Mayonnaise is spicy. <laughs> mayonnaise is not spicy. But, <laughs> look, I... Look, I can handle fucking hot sauces and stuff. Mm-hmm. The jalapeno peppers, just eating them on something. I don't know. The seeds fucked me up. <laughs> okay, look, I'm gonna sound like a fucking hell of a white person. 
but I nearly fucking shit myself to death. Salt spicy. <laughs> Dude, I'm not even joking. Like, it was bad. And one night I was in the bathroom, I was like, I'm going to die in here. <laughs> this is it. This is it. This is done. God, I I can't say much of anything. I ate chimichangas one time. Yeah. And whew, Fucked you up. But I don't know. Something happened because like it wasn't just shitting. Like, I was puking, too. I had a trash can in front Ooh. of me. And I was shitting on the toilet, and I'm just like, if there's a god, please let me get up. <laughs> please let me get up in this moment. <laughs> oh god, but yeah, like I don't know, fuck. Um, like, like the spice itself, like I get. Also, I hadn't had anything fucking spicy in a long fucking time. <laughs> Last time was probably we uh, had hot sauce at Amanda, yeah. at Amanda's house. But um, yeah, and I've been into the jalapeno. I was like, huh, yeah, that's pretty hot. <laughs> and then it, within minutes, I was like. Oh no! Here we go! Here, oh no! Got a blast! <laughs> Got a blast! <laughs> yeah, that was a nightmare, but it's also funny. You know, it's also been a, a relief yeah, from, from the, the heaviness. Yeah, I just shit right now. <laughs> I don't know if I picked that up. I can't believe you just did that. I didn't mean to. I was adjusting. <laughs> John, you're not that old. You're not so old that y- you move and you just fucking unleash hell. Like that. that. I was trying to fucking. I was just adjusting myself in the seat. <laughs> you're gonna end up to the point. Yeah. Where you're gonna cough and just fucking show over yourself. You keep that up. <laughs> well, how the hell is your body age fifty years? Fuck, I don't know, bro. <laughs> Skateboarding will do that to you, I guess. <laughs> Backyard wrestling. Fuck. So, anyways, that was a that school shooting. That yeah, was a heavy fucking episode. Heavy everybody. episode. We want to thank everybody. Yeah, we have an amazing listener base that we adore and love. And yeah, thank you all so much. Cherish. <laughs> and uh, yeah, if you want to be a part of the show, you can ask us questions. And also, I just want to say to everybody too is uh, thank th- thank you for going to the the live stream the other night. Yes, that yeah. was fun. That was really fun. I definitely want to do it again. I would have stayed longer if my if the, I wasn't in the fucking woods and, you know. I don't think I'll make it a weekly thing, but, like, every so often we'll do it again. Yeah. It was a really good time. And maybe I'll be on with you, actually, this time. And the next episode, two weeks from now, it'll actually be on time. Yes. <laughs> Hopefully. Nothing goes Hopefully, wrong. Hopefully, unless I'm in a fucking hospital bed. <laughs> yeah, right. Or, and, uh, or all hell breaks loose. We don't want to say anything because nothing's set in stone, but definitely yeah. looking at some interviews. Yeah, we've been talking about potential interview. Yeah. Uh, interviews, yeah. In particular for this month. Yeah. It may not have anything to do with Halloween, per se, but just to have an interview as something special for this month. Yeah. Would be cool. So It would be really cool, yeah. Yeah. Again, not set in stone, so if it doesn't happen, it doesn't happen. Yeah. So anyways, as I was saying, okay. questions, comments, and concerns Sorry. can be sent to sickoncinema at gmail.com. Or the week of the show, you can, of course, ask us, uh, you know, I've said it twice already in the show, but you yeah. got to keep promoting. You, you got to gotta... plug. You got to push. Yeah. So, yeah, do that. Ask us questions. We love it. Yeah, absolutely. And Again, I, I, just want, I want to apologize for the episode being so late. I, I fucking forgot. I that mean, I did too. <laughs> I did too. I was like, oh, wait, I'm going to be gone. Uh-oh. <laughs> Fuck. So, uh, yeah, that's it. Yeah. That was heavy, man. It was heavy. Anything else we need to talk about? I don't think so. Uh, I don't, Not really. I'm going to set this on uh, audio real quick. Okay. Spooky Celluloid. Yes. Her brother. Love him. Yeah, absolutely. He reached 100 subscribers on YouTube. He sure did. And did a great review of Terrible Meal. Yeah. 
I'm saying right here, right now in America, in America, two hundred subscribers, my boy. Two two Canada, two Canada. Yeah, <laughs> two hundred subscribers, my dude. Yeah, squirm fest. Drop uh, the mic. I say I say goose on milk. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit, what's worse? I don't know. Oh, probably squirm fest. Actually, that might be worse. Maybe it's, maybe that's. I don't corn. know. You got like an enum, a milk enema bukake in that one. Oh God. Ooh. Um, We're probably going to do these one day. You know that, right? What? Wait, 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 what? I mean... I thought you said we were not going to do that. I, I guess we already tipped to that line with Ruffies. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. You know what I mean? It feels like... Oh, man. Just once. And I guess in a couple weeks we're doing real death. Yeah. So it's like... Fucking damn it. Here's what I'll say. Right here. Oh, no, right no, now, no, 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 no. In America. What are you doing? I don't know when. I don't know where. But some milestone episode for us. Oh, God. Whether it be an anniversary or a large number of episodes. Oh <laughs> like a hundred episodes or something like that. I don't know. I don't even know how many we've done. I think we may have surpassed that. I don't okay, know. so whatever whatever it is. Maybe Todd. We will do an episode. Oh, God. Where we will cover. Fuck. Terrible meal. Okay. Squirm fest. Oh, God. And goose meal. <laughs> All th- wait, Goose and Milk's a fucking series, though, John. We'll pick one of them. <laughs> okay. Oh, my God. But we don't know when that's going to be, so don't don't quote us on it. It may never happen. I don't know. You just said it was going to. Who knows? I'm a man of mystery. I'm like Sting. The only thing for sure is that Sting is for Sting, sure. Sting is just the crow. <laughs> the only thing that's for sure <laughs> is nothing is for sure. Are we going to have to watch these? So, anyways. <laughs> oh, God. I'm John. I'm Matt. And you've been listening to the podcast dedicated to the dark side of film. Sick on cinema. 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 I don't think I can watch fucking Terrible Mill again. (laughs) You didn't finish it. (laughs) No, I didn't.